Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire, little ass voice you got, boy. Hey man, I'm I'm still I'm still going through it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need my guys to have my back on this one because I'm weak ass immune system. You I don't had the exact same cold two days back, before, but came back. But you missed quicker. an episode, and then I missed an episode, and, and came back in the same amount of time. Okay. What are you talking about? You're gonna miss next episode though. But that has nothing to do with my immune system. <laughs> I'm gonna be on I'm, I'm, I'm low vacation. management yeah, is what they management. call it. Um. Miami is getting the NBA Finals, and they're also getting through the wire, man. Mm-hmm. June 15th, we are in Miami. The link is in the description, ttwtour.com. You got RSVP, 100% free. The venue looks fire. We put together a great show on Philly, and we try to do it again in Miami, where the NBA Finals is going to be, man. That's oh, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a real good show. You're going to be feeling good in Miami. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling like yeah, three oh five. I'm feeling like Floyd in this Mayweather. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> coming. Yeah, you know three oh five. That's the second home. I ain't been, I ain't been there in a minute. The way my life structured, so I'm I'm ready to go back, see how my 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 city doing or whatever. Um, and I'm gonna be saying that to show how I was, I was telling the players. Say, I was gonna say you, you know, gonna this say this is my city. You know, this my city, right? It's my city. But yeah, no, I'm excited. I love this tour shit because it shows you who really watches. Because everybody always come up to us and tell us, man, I watch every show. I haven't missed a show since two, 2009. Like, damn, homie, in 2009, I was in eighth grade. Uh, <laughs> like, no, 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 but I for real, I watch every show. Then you go on Twitter. When is the Miami show? How do I RSVP for the Miami show when y'all announcing the Miami show? So you don't watch every episode yeah. because if you did, you would know. We already announced it. Boom. Shock the, and lock. The doors open at 530. The show starts at six, which will put us up into game six of the NBA finals. If there is a game six, which we hope it for. We, we want as much basketball as possible. Um, and the idea is for us to do the last show and during our meet and greet at part of it. The game is on so we can watch Thanks. the game together. Come on, man. Because I know those tickets to be at the game is going to be thousand, thousand dollars It is free to chill with Through the Wire that night, and you still get to watch the game. Come on, Thanks. man. No no way better. Rewatch th- along. Another thing I got in my mind. What's up? KB getting married soon. Soonish. I got my watch on right now. This is the one I'm wearing to my wedding. Okay. That's a nice watch. i to break it in. Not where you get it from? Um, I got it from one. the place that we be going to. <laughs> okay. Cartier tank. Um, <laughs> Got to break in the leather because the leather's like terrible. 305. He getting married. Stacks on deck. Patron on ice. What you think about? KB need him a motherfucking party on. He do. Yes, we do. Come on. <laughs> Big booty Judy. I was going to say, you okay with Big booty shippers though? Absolutely. That's I'm not showing up without it. <laughs> but. <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna need one of these guys on my end to it's, help facilitate. This. It's either that or Vegas. Oh yeah, we do have to go to uh, Vegas for another show. It's gonna be so much going on in Vegas. I kind of like the idea of Miami. My Derek going to that Vegas show, so he can invite old boy that's built like an action figure. Damn! Oh y'all crazy! Built <laughs> like an action figure. Built like an action figure. <laughs> that's that's why cameras be needing to be rolling twenty four seven. Yeah. Because if I if we had that on film. We'd have an extra two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers. <laughs> that video would have went and had a life of its own. Uh, but yeah, uh, somebody on the end let's facilitate something. Yep. Three or, four. or we could just do both. Yeah, why not? I you only get money. married once, so yeah. have fun. I mean, you're supposed to only get married. I mean, it's it's a little difficult. Ain't, ain't, ain't she going to, like on something for a weekend? For yeah, there theirs is week though. They go into like they a cabin to... in the woods, <laughs> right? So and, and, a, and a wine tour, scary. a wine tour. That's all. Oh, okay. that's, 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 that's for like a weekend, right? Yep. 
So he two day, three day trip. Two days. Yep. So we could do some in Miami and we could do some in Vegas. <laughs> the only thing about Vegas though, I don't know. We just gotta gamble like hell <laughs> and then get get people to follow us while we winna. Vegas is a little nasty. It's very nasty. You don't think but in the best way possible. It's way more nasty than Miami. Oh, okay. Way more. Motherfucker will ask you to take a picture and ask for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's and you. <laughs> you was and you was like, "Come on, let's take this picture." I'm like, "Derek, don't do that." Call. That's that's cap. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk about this damn game, man. I, I I took a drive after this game. I was mad. Damn. You took a drive after yeah, the game. I, I told y'all yesterday. I got a little drunk early, and I was look, an, anticipating this game. My back was hurting, and it was bullshit. So I had to take me a drive to let off some steam. I was waiting on that damn game, too. I started stream. I was going to stream just the game, but I was like, you know what? Let me stream for a minute. Let me build some anticipation for this game. That game was fucking terrible. The terrible. first half was terrible. close. It was close-ish. Yeah. <clears throat> but and you I get, had no horse in the race. I just wanted a close game. Yeah, no. I think everybody right. just wanted a good game. I think you expect game sevens to come down to, like, both teams. They know each other at this point. It's no really no even keel advantage on either side. We finna just get a dog. It came fight. down to the stars, and the, the Heat stars showed up. Jimmy yeah. Butler and Caleb Martin. <laughs> Derek White tried. How many game sevens have we had this year? Two, right? And um, they both been asked because Jason Tatum had fifty two in that first one. Oh, when he yeah. blew, they blew out yes. the seventy sixers. Yep. And then this one, so game sevens don't be living up to the hype. Three, we had the Warriors. Oh yeah, Warriors. That, that one was real. That one was, that one was real. That was yeah. good. Yeah, that was a good. Oh, seven drop fifty and that. Yeah, that was a real one. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but two of the three have been like duds. But like one of them, we got a legendary performance from Tatum, and then this one was like shit. Mm-hmm. In two thousand twenty one, the Charlotte Hornets waved Caleb Martin. And here he is, potentially getting the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. He's one vote away. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like. It's too late to buy this stock in Caleb Martin now. <laughs> and it's kind of like from the jump, the momentum just kind of felt like it was ruined. Oh, with the, Tatum, the Tatum ankle. Tatum ankle. On the first possession of the yeah, game. That, 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 that was crazy. That was just like the downfall of the whole game that at that crazy. point, which is very unfortunate. You don't really expect nothing like that, and I hate to see it. But he did try to play through it. Mm-hmm. He definitely wasn't Tatum. So and that's Jalen Brown definitely wasn't playing like Jalen Brown. Let's let's, let's stay on Tatum for a sec because I got a lot to say about Jalen Brown ass. <laughs> um, yeah, Tatum even said after the game he was a shell of himself. I even went back to look at all of his stats in the potential closeout games from like the last two years. He averages like twenty plus shot attempts in every closeout game before this. And yesterday he had what like 13, 14. 14. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't good. The shots he did take, they didn't look. Like they were going down most of the time. I mean, it was so bad that that they changed their whole offense to be revolving around Derek White Mm -hmm. because Tatum would usually have those possessions and he must have went to the to the huddle and say, Hey, I ain't got it right now. You know, somebody else gotta step up. The first play of the second half, they dumped it to him in the mid range. He had that shot that motherfucker. So hard, hard, bro. bro. Yeah. So the hat to you know it's it's a terrible way to end the series um, for for the Celtics specifically because again I ain't got no dog in this fight but to have Tatum and them be, play so well for three games and then two seconds into the new game he froze his ankle and it wasn't like one of those fake rolls sometimes you that get like one of those fake rolls it was yeah. yeah yeah and uh, it's a bad way to go out but I would as a neutral fan I would rather the Miami Heat who are who would have their star players be at least close to healthy in yeah. the finals versus Tatum trying to play on a bump ankle for four games. And mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy because the Celtics have the more talented roster. For like sure. you would expect, even if Tatum does have a bump ankle, that Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Derek White, Al yeah. Horford, they have so many talented players that they would have enough Let's where they could be able question. to make up 
some of that ground. That's where you want Jalen Brown to do something. Has yeah. the Heat played a team who hasn't had a more talented roster than them this nope. entire playoff? Nope. Yep. Every single the, team the has Heat. been better on paper. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how they do it, but they got to give a lot of credit to Eric Spolstra. Come on. Yeah. That Celtics offense, I'm telling you, that Heat zone be slowing that down. Yes, it oh, does. It really does. And it credit to, like, what you talking about with Jalen Brown, they – I forget what the exact numbers are, but their assist to turnover ratio, and it could be a little bit of Jason Tatum too. It was like one. Yeah. It was literally like one. Jalen Brown has always been a one to one assist to turnover ratio dude. In the series, it was it was worse than that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, I, we were talking about yesterday how loose his goddamn handle is for somebody that's an All NBA caliber wing. There's no way he should be losing. The, and this is, has this has been the case for the entirety of his career. This is not just this series. But specifically in this game, there was three different times where he's just dribbling and the ball just slips out of his hands and it's a turnover. You're like, bro, the, I, I don't know how you even get to that point. The funny thing is he has an improved handle. Yes, he does. <laughs> That's crazy. He's literally, he's literally puts the ball on the floor and creates his own shot sometimes. So it's like you would think it would be a little bit more tight, but sometimes. Yeah, that I mean, that's so, why the turnovers was – I feel like that was the, the 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 more the negative part. The shots, the shots he was taking, uh, yeah, they didn't fall, but you could tell like he had that. He was on a mission, like, and I felt Jason Tatum. If he was one hundred percent healthy, it would have been the same way where they was gonna go home living on their shot and what they do. And, and he I took twenty four damn shots. He didn't make them. Yeah, but it's just like I kind of like that from a start. I'm fine with that. To yeah. me, eight turnovers. Though, eight turnovers is where it's yeah. bad. And it's also the type of turnovers. There are certain turnovers where it's like you you you're trying to create, you're trying to you know, or you're getting double teamed or, you know what I mean, things like that. But like KB was saying, it's just so many plays where you're trying to take somebody off the dribble and you're losing the ball. You're giving them the ball. When Kyle Lowry is slapping the ball out of your hands for you going to the rim, mm-hmm. even that is like, okay, at least you – but like when you're just dribbling and you go between the legs and they send you left and the ball just kind of going off your foot and now they're in transition, and we've seen that three times, <laughs> then it's just like, bro, what the hell? He shot 16% from three this series. 16%. The Boston Celtics had two games. Their Two of their three worst three-point shooting games all season happened in this series. The first one was in game six, and they miraculously won behind Derek White's putback. So I thought, like, okay, usually the muck it out games is the Miami. That's what the Miami Heat want every single night. And in game six, the Boston Celtics ended up winning. I'm like, okay, if they can win like this, the game seven at home should be a shoe-in. And they had another terrible three-point shooter performance when now the defense ain't there either. And that home court advantage for the Boston Celtics has been non-existent for two years now. Where they're basically 500 in the playoffs specifically at home. Which makes no sense because even before the game started, the crowd was going crazy. This was a, one of the loudest crowds in the game seven that we've seen other than Sacramento, I would say. They had all the Celtic, they had a few Celtics legends in the building. Yep, a lot of so them, like, man. They, who, KG was there, Rondo was there, Jamal Shaq Crawford was, was there. Hey, IT was there, Sha- Shaq and them was working it. So they had a lot of people. Jack Harlow was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I felt like they were on pace to do something good because to come out the, the, the game, both teams were flat. Yeah, they were. And I was like, okay, the Celtics started making some shots. And I'm like, man, if y'all can capitalize on the Miami Heat starting slow, mm-hmm. y'all going to have them trying to work themselves into the game the rest of the way. But the, the Celtics couldn't really get nothing going on the offensive side of the, 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 the floor. And I think that's where they kind of lost their mojo. If they could have taken advantage of the slow start that he had because the Heat came out and, and they couldn't really get anything going. And oh. then to end that first quarter – that shit started clicking, and before you know it, Max Struson hit a three. It's fourteen to eleven. Jimmy done hit the baseline shot. Scored two back. Yeah, we didn't shots. even talk about Bam yet. 
Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's I think the Miami Heat had a great game plan. And it was we're gonna chase y'all off the three point. It seemed like every three that the Celtics did take, even though they shot terrible, it was contested heavily. And I think that was a great game plan. They was running out on shooters, the rotations were on point, and they made it tough for them to even make threes. I know they they shot bad, but I will give a lot of credit to them shooting bad to the Celtics. Yeah. I mean, I mean to the Heat. To the Heat. They they ran a lot of zone in this one. A yeah. ton of zone. Um, and I'm we gonna do a little preview, but I'm excited to see what that zone looks like against Jokic, because I went back to watch part of not the entire two games that they played against each other earlier in the season, and they ran a decent amount of zone against Jokic, and he was fucking it up. And obviously the Miami Heat are a different playoff team, the regular season team, as we see uh, time and time again. But that I don't know, Jokic is one of those dudes that like a zone is not what we want to run against them, especially because. Three out of the four other people on the court are really good three-point shooters, and the mm-hmm. one dude that's not a really good three-point shooter, we just saw him do it against the Lakers in game four. And he he's an threes. incredible cutter. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going too far here. I want to stay on game seven before we start doing some preview stuff. Um, but one of the moments that, that won this game for the Miami Heat is in the second quarter where Jimmy Butler – went off the court for his first rest of the game, his only rest of the game practically, and they had like a six-point lead, and by the time he checked back in, it was like a 12-point lead. And I feel like when the star player is not on the court, especially with the Miami Heat, who at this point don't even run a second center, it's Hayward Highsmith, no Kevin Love, those are the moments if you're the Boston Celtics, you got to capitalize, and they didn't. And, and it was a lot of Kayla Martin. It was a lot of Gabe Vincent and, and uh, Kyle Lowry, who didn't have a crazy offensive game, but his impact was there. Um Jimmy Butler off the court, you lose those minutes. It's crazy. That mm-hmm. moment for me within that is when Hayward Highsmith ripped up Tatum. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. That was a big moment. That yeah. said a lot. And man. it's been a long, like, grinded out series or a couple series for the Miami Heat. But I feel like that zone and just the fact that, like, they seem like they've been kind of say, like, they have that little bit in the extra tank for this upcoming series. And I think that zone has been a big part of it. And also, Jimmy Butler. He's had a lot of moments where he teamed up, uh, like teed up. I think those threes were really big for them too. Yes, but he's been coasting. Yeah, it's not like he's had a drop of forty point and go crazy. Like he's just been coasting. So, you know, I think that's been beneficial for them, just kind of moving on and being in this spot. And I feel like in this series, it seemed like whenever the Miami Heat did get a lead, they did a good job of keeping it. Whenever the Celtics had a lead, it felt like Miami still had a chance. Yep. I don't know. I don't know how the Celtics they- could be that talented and can't hold leads, but the. The, the Miami Heat finds a way, mm-hmm. and you could trust them to be down eight or nine points and know that they are going to come back. The my, the Boston Celtics, if they down eight or nine, you it kind of feels like this motherfucker going to go to Did 15, 16. Uh, it was yeah. like, uh, I forget what the number was, but they haven't lost when they were up 10 going into the fourth. Oh, yeah, that was like historically. That was like a whole, like 67 and 0. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> which is rightfully so. Four yeah. ones in the fourth quarter, double digit lead. Fuck yeah, you. some teams don't got that. Yeah, luxury. I was gonna say that. That's <laughs> well, what you need in that like a championship about the Celtics, being a team. They have talent, and they they can score and different things like that. But their offense is very frustrating at times. Um, whether they have a lead or they're trying to fight back, they they take some very poor shots. And I know Joe Mazzula likes it, them to shoot the threes or whatnot. It was one possession where I was so proud of Marcus Smart for two seconds. He slowed it down. And then he just shot a three. I'm like, what the fuck? It felt like it he was. pulled it out and then just shot the three. I'm like, what was the point of pulling no, it out? I, I, I thought you were trying to get something going and you just chucked up a shot. I, that literally blew my mind. You see what they said. And like, <laughs> they, when it, who, well, did Marcus Smart say our offense is random? Yep. You see it literally watching them. He literally was going to the <laughs> and then he, he backtracked and was like, well, they went, in, shot it. They went into desperation with like, 
they felt like four or five minutes left in the third. It felt like they started going into desperation mode already. Yeah, and the it, game was, it was like out of their hands, but it was it was a lot of time left for them to come back. Yeah, yeah. no, and you could you could definitely tell the Miami he had an offensive game plan when Derek White. We're gonna try to get him switched on to Jimmy or Bam or somebody. We are gonna work on that. We then if you help, we now swing it to us. It was a game plan with the Heat. Offensively, you couldn't really see the game plan with the Celtics. Yeah, and I like how they, and I think it's going to go into the, the, once they go against Denver, too, and put in Jokic in a pick and roll. But those high screen, high screens they do with, like, Duncan Robinson, Max Schuess, the big has to come help. Yeah. Or they're just going to get open looks, and it's hard to get open looks as just shooters in the playoffs, but that that's a way to generate them, and that's part, I think, of just air exposure. You got to give them credit. You know, they were in a great plan of late, like with eight minutes left in that fourth quarter for Duncan Robinson to come off a curl screen for that corner three on the inbound. That to me, he was smiling. Yeah, that talking to the crowd. He was doing everything, bro. He was doing. It's probably, he's probably a great moment to go from $90 million man to one of the worst contracts in the league to being back to playing quality, good minutes for a roster. Yeah, especially when you go into the finals. Yeah. You're one of the big reasons why. Backdoor cut, backdoor cut. Duncan Bro, Robinson not even a three point shooter no more. He's just gonna backdoor cut you to death. Yeah, I that's because you're gonna overplay the three. Exactly. Overplay yeah. the three. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. Um, so yeah, he had a great series. Um, Gabe Vincent. I mean, the one game that he missed, you could tell that they missed him a ton. And for him to come out yesterday and play impactful minutes was dope. Malcolm Brogdon only seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that was mostly because of injury though, because he yeah, didn't play he didn't the play previous game. Yeah. Um, Robert Williams didn't get a lot of burn this series at all. I felt like when he was on the court, it was, he was great. Was yeah. Finding for lives. Yeah. They had like a lot of games. And, and he was doing a great job on offensive boards. It seemed like he they really struggled to get him off the board, especially when they was playing zone. Cause and he was playing good day on Jimmy, too. I wish they yeah. took more advantage of that. They won a game in game six off a tip. Early in that first quarter, they got a bunch of offensive rebounds, and I saw Max Struess, he missed another box out in game seven early on. And I was like, man, that y'all should do that because Max Struess is kind of smaller for everybody else on the floor of the Celtics besides Marcus Smart. And even then, Marcus Smart might be able to out-physically move him. But, like, whoever he's guarding should just go and crash that glass because <laughs> yeah. he's struggling. He's struggling to keep them dudes off the glass. And I felt like that was, again, one of the things that the Celtics, to me, they had all of these different chances early on to take control of the game at home. But that offense, just the shots weren't falling, the Tatum injury. They made an early substitution and took Marcus Smart and Tatum out. Um, and, again, the Celtics just play too cool. They play way too cool For outside real, of Marcus bro. Smart. They don't really have dog in them. Jason I was going to say when he got ripped up. His reaction to that kind of had me distraught. He didn't chase him. Uh, or anything. He just kind of was like, uh, uh, and it's just like I, th- uh, I feel like that's kind of on Joe too, because uh, on the opposite side, and Eric Spoelstra is one of the greats. But it's just like it was an eighteen point game. They had, I think, they got a fast break layup. Eric Spoelstra timeout. Right. What oh, you yeah, see yeah. is just like you see the Celtics. They have a downside. It's no timeout. It's just kind of like no change of game plan or nothing. It's like let's ride it out because we know we got the talent. I think that's probably that may potentially be the experience part. You know, mm-hmm. Joe Mazzulli is a first year head coach and uh that has been a big conversation about him in the playoffs and hopefully, you know, go forward and learn. Um it just came out this morning as unlikely he's gonna get fired. And yeah, I think that's the right be. move. Yeah, yeah, it should be. I, I can't. You gave an extension to, to a rookie that. coach and you and I don't understand how you can yeah, no. take it away from him and just because game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals. And I would argue that he other than the two times where he didn't call the timeout earlier in the playoff run, it's been all right. Yeah. You know? And he went against Eric Spolster. Maybe the philosophy Sorry. is something that you go in and it's not change, but like make some adjustments to, where it's three a layup. That's just, I just don't 
feel great about that in the playoffs. And we see it time and time again that you do need to utilize the mid-range area, especially in the playoffs. You have um, two good mid-range shooters. But he's a he's a 34-year-old yeah. coach. I mean, going against one of the greatest. Like, the league determined that Eric Spoelstra is one of the top 15 coaches in league history. Like, that's that's real. You know, he went against that and got out coached, which I understand. Yeah. I think just this offseason, they need to really find a way to make the offense less random. Talk, talk to me about this offseason, though, because. Yes, that's what I want to say. Jalen Brown is up for his yeah. Supermax extension. $300 million, potentially. Um, he also. So they can offer it to him this offseason, but he doesn't have to he, – he he don't have to sign it this offseason. He's got one year on his current contract. So it could happen at the end of next season. But I'm, I'm curious if Boston is going to give him that Supermax right now and try to deal with whatever later down the line. Can we talk about what that would look like? Absolutely. $50 million. Oh, Austin, no, no, $50 million in 2024 to yeah. 2025. First year this deal. Of the Supermax, he will be making $50 million. Inflation is crazy, but that number is also crazy. The <laughs> second year jumps up to 54, third year 58, fourth year 62, and the last year of his deal in 2028, <laughs> he would be making $66 million in a single year. And I think at the end of that, he would be 30 to 31 years old. Mm-hmm. So, so he would probably get another one. Yeah, yeah, wow. If he continues at this, yeah, he's got to make an All NBA team. That's all you got to do. Handle, but yeah, <laughs> nah, it's not perfect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is a very pricey a price tag of money. for a guy who's your number two option. Um, really good number two. Yeah, one of the best number know. twos. If I'm Boston, I, I'm 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 probably willing to bite that bullet. But I don't think this is like to me. This is more so like what Jalen Brown wants. You know, I feel like it's more so that situation. So I can't. I, it's kind of out of their control, but it's hard to turn down three hundred million dollars too at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, he hasn't shown us that he's unpredictable. So right now, I'm I'm assuming he's going to resign it. I think there's a world where he gets moved this off season and he still is able to sign that money. Oh, for sure. I don't think the money's going anywhere. He's going to get paid wherever he goes. I'm looking to move him if I'm Boston. Mm-hmm. I just am. It's nothing against him. It's not that he's a bad player or anything, but uh, Boston has to get better. They they, they got to be able to compete, and it's gonna be hard to do that with six hundred million dollars wrapped into two guys for sure. And I think um, you might be pigeonholing yourself at year three of his contract. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. I mean, and I we, think the things that are out there could help. Yeah, it's so many times we what seen, specifically, uh, the Blazers. Yeah, that's the only one that makes that's the one that makes the most sense. Are you saying Damian Lillard? Or are you saying of course? Oh. Know what I'm saying? I thought they don't want I, I that. They don't want that pick. No, they no, try to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. No, Damian Lillard would be great next to Tatum. I think that would be very fun. Um, I, I see. A lot of it boils down to me is that this team doesn't have a a great amount of positive playmakers. I trust yeah. Tatum. He's got better on the playmaking Tim. I try. I, I trust Marcus Smart kind of. But he's not a. That's not. Yeah. That's guard. not what he's. He's been able to do it and do good at it. Dame has the opportunity to be great at it, yeah, you know, for sure. Because as much as Dame can average thirty-five, he also is a really, really good playmaker, yeah. and he's he's a playmaker in the maybe not to the Stephen Curry level, but like when he doesn't have the ball, just his gravity is part of his playmaking mm-hmm. because you have to guard him no matter what. Um, I think they need a true defined leader too. I think I, every team, the number one, don't have to be the leader, but I think they need somebody who can lead but also perform on the court mm-hmm. because. You know, it's one thing for Al Horford to be a leader, but you can't look at Al Horford in the bright spots. It's one thing for Marcus Smart to be the heart and soul of the team, 
But in game six, I, I don't, I didn't like that Marcus Smart was taking the fadeaway three to, to with the season on the line. I, I thought that was it's always Marcus Smart. He's the one to yeah. take every big right. shot. That's the how, defense I wanted to live with Marcus Smart. That was my shot. call. But we, we, but that that's a problem. I don't, I, as an offense on offense, I don't want to do what the defense is living with. Mm. I want to make the defense pay. Yeah. No, you do. And dumbass, uh, they was. Al Davis kind of relying on the Al Horford. Well, I mean, he was all he was always open though. There was the no, person that, sure. that, yeah, that they was going to give up for that series to yeah, not look good. Al Horford was shooting it so badly that they were willing to give him no I shots. Did he say he was a sharpshooter, yeah, Mike? He, yeah, and they gonna they gonna keep playing that clip. They need somebody who can be the leader and also be one of the closers. Yeah, and I like I said, it's hard for Jalen Brown to be looked at as an, a leader um, with eight turnovers. And, and and let me let me not go too because he is a leader. Don't get me wrong, but it's clear that him and Jason Tatum are super laid back, and they're probably going to lead by example more so than being that voice. And I think it would be nice to put Tatum with somebody like a Dame, who gonna you know come in and he gonna bring that energy every game and be yeah. willing to lead on the floor and off the floor, and also be a guy that say shit. It's fall on us and end it with us. They just don't mm-hmm. have that. They don't I, have that killer instinct. They don't have that. That yeah. Like they you also said, don't that have dog. no hierarchy because I feel like Jason That's Tatum and Jalen yeah, Brown like so that. young that they kind of just fall back and like we gonna we gonna listen to what Marcus say or we gonna let out. They need somebody who can. The one of them has to be that, and they just don't seem like those guys. From what I see, they may be, they may be gonna turn into it, but from what I see, it always like we said, Marcus Smart is that voice and that guy, and it sometimes is hard when he's not. The guy, mm-hmm. I'm selfish. I just want to see players get moved. I think it's fun. I, I want. I, I want to see Jalen Brown in another opportunity. I would like to see Damian Lillard in another opportunity. It's kind of like the Bam situation. <clears throat> Bam ain't necessarily the most vocal, but he got Jimmy, who's the best player. Yeah. So it's like they complement each other very well. I think they bring those who you could definitely tell they bring out like the best for each other. Yeah, I mean they just hold each other accountable. Bam don't do nothing but preach about. Well, Jimmy always preaches about Bam just regardless, but Bam always talks about how much of like he Jimmy expects so much out of him. It's hard to let Jimmy Butler down like that when he because Jimmy Butler is such a competitor. He sees he could tell when he sees in somebody else, and for him to be like, you know, Bam, you're tweaking out here or just whatever. He takes that to heart. You know, it's in a positive way too. So I think they're just like them together. Just not even on the court. I think just off the court and in the locker room is just like a really good bright spot to have, especially for the heat culture that they have. Yeah, I just it's hard for me to put it into words because, yeah, you don't have to be the best player to be the leader, but you definitely want your best player to to be able to have that voice to say, no, nah, I'm taking this shot. Yeah, no. You're right because I feel like every team needs that guy at the end of the game where they know that everyone on the court feels comfortable with them having the ball. And it seems like with the Celtics, it's kind of like, Tatum, your turn. Jalen Brown, your turn. Type shit. They it seems like they do need that. Or that's what it should be. But yeah. I feel like if Marcus Smart take it, neither one of them ha- has the has level. the chance all to go get the ball. No, to feel like they can go to Marcus Smart and say, "I got to get that last shot." Oh yeah, like we got we got to make sure I'm getting that last shot. Because like if something like that happened, I think Dame would. He ain't finna throw his teammate on the bus, but I think Dame is gonna let it be known. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Of, to yeah, I'm trying to think about like the leadership, just like the over the past years. Obviously, we just had Golden State. Draymond. We, we heard the story of LeBron in Chicago. David Black drew up a play. Jr. for Jr. Hey, no, I'm gonna take the <laughs> shot. Like, sometimes you gotta have that audacity, that leadership to say we're gonna die and live with me taking a shot, and ain't nobody gonna say nothing because we know what it is. 
It's yeah. just that's just what that's what it's gonna be. It's yeah. failed once one time in particular. One time in the non MJ year. When Scottie Pippen was mad Threw that Tony Kukoc yeah. got called. Kukoc hit the shot. Kukoc hit yeah. the shot. Yeah. Shout out to Tony. Kukoc hit the shot. <clears throat> and we see now. I will say, though, when it comes to the Jalen Brown potential trade stuff, if it's not Dame, I'm not doing it. I'll just bring, no. I would rather just bring it back and figure the rest out later down the line. That's like the most like the most prized piece out there right yeah, now. Yeah, there's nothing else so. that, that makes me excited to trade Jalen Brown for, even if that means that next season we make another conference finals and lose again. Because at this point, I think there's four of those. And I think, honestly, I just think the Celtics in general, like Tatum and Brown, that duo, they've just experienced so much success at such a young age that, like, you yeah, don't Tatum realize. Tatum's 10th all-time scoring in playoff points. <laughs> like 25. Yeah, I know. He's 25 That's years so old. That's so crazy, bro. A, a, lot of, a lot of guys at 25 years old would have never touched the floors that these guys have touched already. That's uh, No, like, <laughs> no. That is a crazy-ass stat, bro. I cannot. That's hard to wrap my head around because I don't see a world, and at least in re, like in the next five, ten years, where the Celtics don't make the playoffs. Yeah. So he's just going to keep adding to that. Is he going to be the all-time playoff leading scorer by the end of his career? <laughs> uh, he should be, unless isn't that cr- well? Braun is definitely. Braun be. did the same shit. Where the he man's only. been going to game sevens and the playoff <laughs> runs is a rookie. Yeah, yeah. that's why I'm kind of with with Mills and biting that bullet on him because this team is really talented. Yeah. You know, obviously the the ins and outs of it, like all the role players might still be there, but this team has a chance. They literally have shown they can get to the conference finals countless times, and then the obviously NBA they can finals. get to the finals yeah. too. So yeah, and then that's that world where next year they get over the hump, and all of this conversation was pointless. yeah. Because honestly, I mean, as good as they are and all the experience that they got, they're still not the best versions of themselves at all. No. You know, they're still growing. Jalen Brown has a lot of areas he can still work on, and. <laughs> He really can't. I mean, like, oh in all God. honesty, like, LeBron has 8,000 playoff points, by the way. Mm-hmm. 8,000. How much does Tatum have? Uh, Tatum is sitting at 2,200. Holy shit. So he's got four, he got the four he? times what he's got right now. Yeah, he'll, LeBron, he'll, he'll. listen, LeBron has 8,000. Guess how much Michael Jordan has who's second? 6,000? Less than, a little less than 6,000. LeBron has 2,000 more points in the playoffs than anybody else in history. That's wild. That is but LeBron's crazy. also done the same thing where he's going to multiple game sevens. Multiple game sevens. <laughs> I mean, won the Eastern yeah, Conference yeah. a million years in a row. Uh, but I'm sorry to cut you off, Mike. But that's just a crazy stat. Also, I was also thinking, too, if if I'm Damon, I kind of see – if this is all hypothetical, but I might want to – if I'm a player like Damon that caliber, I might want to go out east. You know, it does seem like there's still obviously really talented players, but shit, it look a little bit more open than the West do a little bit. You know, the two teams I would love to see Dame on is Milwaukee or either Boston. I think everything is open, honestly. I don't, I don't look at the Western Conference. Even though the Denver Nuggets have dominated, I don't see them as like this unbeatable team like the Warriors of past were. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're a, they are a beatable team, which is they're great. But I think, How many I think both conferences kind of— would you say? Because obviously it kind of trickles down to like a couple, mm-hmm. but— just like off boat, looking at some teams, would you? I would think that the West probably looks deeper than the East in terms of like that type. Oh yeah, of thing. yeah, Y'all yeah. Just yeah. Had a seventh that, that seed in the right. conference finals. Because yeah. I mean, like, still say that the Clippers do come back. Still got to worry oh. about them. The Lakers, the Lakers were in the conference finals. And they were seventh seed. So was the Miami Heat. I know. That's why. I, oh, that's true. But that's true. <laughs> <laughs> nobody saw the Miami Heat as a contender before the series, before <laughs> yeah. the playoffs. Let's be real. Yeah. Everybody, everybody thought it was three contenders out East. It was Miami. I mean, it was Milwaukee, <laughs> it was Boston, it was Philly. That was it. And here we are in the finals with a team that nobody really thought there was a chance, which mm-hmm. is cool. At West, I mean, it was Denver. Phoenix. 
Phoenix. A healthy um, Lakers team. Yeah. Yeah. You, get, I mean, you had the Clippers probably. A lot of yeah. people are trying to write in. I, I have fucked with the Clippers. Um, the Warriors. Oh, yeah. The Warriors are still in some people. Some people, some some people, people the Warriors. For Warriors but again, they're still going to. A year older. They're going to be back. Yeah, what's up? He's the one that believed in them, which is fine because they just came off a championship. Can't be mad at you for that, even though the sample size said that they weren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. But the sample size also said the Miami Heat weren't going to do it. So <laughs> if you're Portland, would you take John Morant? <clears throat> uh, yeah, but if I I'm think... the Grizzly, something I, I would just rather have job pointed guns at Instagram and potentially coming back. I was say they ain't not going to be doing I that. I'm like, like you fleed. They should just keep what they have going on. They have a lot of guys within the same timeline. At some third point, youngest team in ball. At some point, they they gonna get concerned with that shit. I think it's it's. I'm gonna knock on wood. I'm gonna assume that the John Morant gun on Instagram stuff is over. He un, it was viral on Twitter yesterday. And he unfollowed his homie that was like the catalyst was of it all that this. One, was it that, that one account that yeah, that one account. Yeah, the I don't one know. Marquillo, <laughs> one oh, that one. No, it wasn't that one. But that was that was hilarious. No, that's why I seen it. Oh, that's yeah, you that's saw what I saw. Yeah. yeah. Oh, damn. They said Marquillo Fultz was following the drainers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hilarious. They <laughs> said Marquillo Fultz is now blocked. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the most federal inst- or Twitter account. There is. I don't even know how they find all that stuff. John Moran just unfollowed JJ Reddick. Yeah, the, that was crazy. Who um. Which is f- crazy because JJ, JJ was defending, defending him. Ja. Yeah. Um, who just who just unfollowed? Okay, I'm going to the account. God damn it! Somebody prominent just unfollowed somebody else that was prominent. There's a like, lot oh, of shit. good accounts, and not even just for basketball. There's a lot of good accounts that I be seeing. Like, first of all, that remind me that remind me what tweet, and then it's it. Uh, just type in like Markel. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, true. Y'all have y'all ever seen that tweet? It's just like remind me of this tweet in six hours or some shit. No, y'all never seen it. So it's just like a botted account, but people be tagging it like, "Remind me of this in, in eight hours," and it'd be like, "I'm gonna go to the fucking gas station with no gas." It's just like some shit oh. you come back to. <laughs> Mike, your ass hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I just be talking. Hey, At least you're aware of it. But yeah, I, I, at some point the Grizzlies might get a little tired of that man. I, Dame in Milwaukee. How does that happen? I don't think uh, it does. Just because Ja you, is is so good at what he does, that he's the type of player that you get five chances to because he's that talented. Yeah. Um, and I, I forgot that Milwaukee the gave up all their draft picks for Drew Holiday. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I was gonna say it's obviously Chris. Milton, I like this D-Mills. last year of his deal. He getting more and more like okay with Dame being gone. Back then, he was talking about it wasn't none of that. Well, Zion Williamson is now fo- following Kyra Lewis Jr. Motherfucker, y'all been on the same, been on the same for two team. years. <laughs> <laughs> the Pelicans are now following. Oh, he must just got a new account or something. The Pelicans just followed him too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he must have. Did he just make? No, he couldn't have just made Twitter. I don't know. Going to his account and see. That's um, gonna be wild. I, if I see a motherfucker like that, or just like the motherfucker that's are like. In his 20s, and his sisters say that he made it in 2023. That's well. Oh, Donovan Mitchell unfollowed Ja. That's the one I was thinking oh, about. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, DeJounte Murray just unfollowed Ja. What's going on with kind of scenes? Why they they just don't fuck yeah. with Ja no more? They're tired of seeing that shit on his story. No, I don't know. That's, that is kind of weird. If prominent NBA players unfollowing you, that just seems like some shit going on that we don't know. Yeah. 
And we'll so. never know, which is fine. Yeah. They investigated him. He's like, y'all ain't saying nothing with DeJounte had some guns. <laughs> <laughs> That's really what it is. He out there snitching. Yeah, like, yo, I ain't this <laughs> shit. We don't fuck with dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That'd be crazy if he was putting out the NBA players under the bus. I also keep seeing people that's questioning, like, who got the time to be checking everybody's Instagram and Twitter follows? Bro, it's a it's it's a code. They coded it. This is not a single person that's looking at, oh, John Morant's following every single day. This is, this is you know what I'm saying? This is engineering. Yeah. You create a bot that does it, and you just, the bot tweets it out, too. This is where we at in 2023, baby. That's what it's about. What if y'all are on those bots? Y'all think y'all are on the bots? Or was it just NBA players? No. So like, if it you says when, Sha- me? when Shams followed me, they tweeted it. Oh. Yeah, they tweeted it. It's not about us. It's about the, the, the big names. Yeah. Like when when Isaiah Thomas followed you, that might have been able to be tweeted because Isaiah. I mean, if he was active, probably. Um, but like Isaiah Thomas is an NBA player. They don't care about us. They care about the actual top talent type stuff. So. Shout out to IT man. Shout out to IT. Shout out to IT. Real one, real one. A lot of people love that interview. Um, wish it got aggregated more. I won't lie. I wish people took the clips and tweeted out the clips and stuff. It is yeah, what it sure. is. Isaac yeah. doing a good job of it, making TikToks though, so it'll get out. Yeah, that one he posted yesterday is at like a half a million views in yep. twelve hours. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's, it's the king of the short, Isaac Gutierrez. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the government. Shout out Isaac? to Mr. Gutierrez. Yeah, that might get him a job. You never know, Mike. He got somebody a job. might look him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> or do you not want him to be? No, like no, you're right. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I snoozed. Every time I watch Isaac, he's just Pod- doing it because he likes it. He just <laughs> likes I watch us. Isaac podcast. I think of you. His co-hosts and you are, look just alike. They, Who Donovan? Uh, that's his name. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the Donovan. Like, oh, maybe we'll meet him? one day. No. Oh yeah. He don't be fucking with people that fuck with him. That's crazy. I try to show love to people that show love to Man. me. I can't watch every Deep Three podcast, but I, you know. I at least see the TikToks because they everywhere in the shorts. But Mike don't be tuned in. I don't go on TikTok. Or I don't listen to podcasts. I don't post, but every time I go on TikTok, it'd be like, you you just got 500. All the TikToks I see, they're just on Instagram. Bro, the deep three, if you look at their YouTube shorts numbers, they are fucking bodying it. We're like, none of their recent shorts have hit less than. Hold on, hold on. Turn it down, gang. I ain't what trying to hear that man voice. That man voice annoying. For real? Um, Why is he on my timeline? They get like half a million views per short them. right now. They're killing the game. Shout out to them. Wow. They about to catch us on subscribers. Damn. Yeah, they're killing it. But is they going to catch us on long-form content? Oh, okay. That's the that's that's the real oh, okay. difficult part for shit, the people that's doing like the TikTok and shorts and stuff is how do you get those people to care about the long-form? And it takes a long time. But yeah, I'll be seeing that too. Whenever I see an account that gets a lot of views in their shorts, but then you go to their long form, they're getting like 3,000 views. It's, like, it's tough to convince people to watch long form content. That's just the reality. That's why I feel like it's, I mean, everybody do what they want to do, but I feel like if you just build up your long form content audience first and then you work on shorts. But like, think about it like this. Or okay. should you do both? Let's, let's say I get half a million views on a short. If I could convince 5% of those people to watch the long form, that's a successful thing. If we could just do that and just like get our conversion rate at five percent every time, we gonna build an audience just like that. If you look at the deep three, it's that's exactly where it works because they were getting really good um, views before that, and then their podcast was getting like two to three thousand, and then now they get like 
twenty thousand per per oh, podcast. Wow. So yeah, it's like it's it's a gradual it's, thing. It's worth it. Like that's what I'm realizing. Two years into shorts and shit, just fucking do it. At the end of the day, it's gonna be beneficial, even if it is just for the subscriber number. Because the end of the day, when you sell an ass to these brands. They still in 2018 where they look at the subscriber number before they look at the views. So if I got half a million subscribers, I'm selling an ad at somebody that's got a half a million subscribers versus somebody that don't get a ton of views. So yeah, that's the way I thought about it. Some game for y'all at home that's trying to do this uh, creator shit. Do the shorts and TikToks. It's worth it. Yeah, because you say less. I'm gonna dive in. That's why I was like <laughs> that. I feel like that's actually the, you know very good just because you just you get more eyes. I yeah. feel like that's the whole point is you get eyes because. Like you said, one of those people, at least one, is going to come over there and tune in. I mean, reality is it's work for us. I mean, yeah. we're a prime example of that. Where our podcast episodes are getting like thirty to 40000 once we transfer from HOH to our official channel. We hired Isaac on. Isaac made our TikTok account. Um, well, I don't know if he made it, but he took over the Instagram account. And now, um, or TikTok and, TikTok and shorts account. and shit, pe- there are people that might not have known this show existed, but then saw a TikTok and then subscribed and now watch the long-form content. So it's like, it's it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, a lot of the players say they seen us on TikTok. For sure, right? Zach, Zach Levine said he saw some of our TikToks. Simple well, like as that. Like when Cat said, it was broken on a podcast. podcast. Yeah, and that was that, probably because of that TikTok. That podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I highly doubt he was watching the podcast. He said that. Yeah, remember he had said that Shams nah, broke that. My joke. Oh, pretended he did. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he really did. Cat, come on to through the wire, man. We'll, we'll make it worth your while, man. That's yeah, sure. Cat. Bring your ass, man. Bring your ass. You you have a wonderful time. All man. those youthful stars, man. Hoh, reach out, man. Or through the wire, reach out. Yeah, it's just through the wire, reaching out. Because <laughs> I'm I'm at the last night. I plugged up with everybody. I plugged up with everybody. What is last? I could night? second that. I got a DM. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. Now if that. he end up on the show, <laughs> that's a Kenny Beecham get for real. <laughs> Can't tell you shit. Can't tell me shit. You can't tell me shit that, just because he messaged me. I, I, I'm taking credit for the Shams one. Absolutely. I'll take credit for IT because I just there you go. replied to him. I'll reply first, though. Uh-oh. Yo, But I ratioed him. You <laughs> might not even see your reply. Yeah, when y'all going to get somebody on the pod? And no, we, not, we don't want your deal. Oh, you know who I was thinking about? <laughs> if I could have like a dream guest on the pod because people be asking me, it would be Lil Wayne. Oh my god! <laughs> but funny enough, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne he be yeah, doing he shit. Talk yeah. about it. He, he talk was about on him. Stephen A's world. Yeah, I, I just love. I love. What else was he on during the uh, NCAA oh. Women's oh. Finals? Oh, yeah. He was smoking yeah. weed he was on smoking ESPN. Like I'm trying yeah. to get yeah. how you is. I don't blame you. Shout out, shout out to that Super. was so funny, bro. Yeah, we can. I well, I at this point I feel like it's nobody we can't get if we're yeah. persistent and we do it the right way. Yeah, it's just about being persistent. Yeah. Um, Didn't yeah. Wayne on a Zoom call would be fucking <laughs> amazing. <laughs> needs, oh, I need y'all to on the ends to bring somebody. He gonna bring in because I just want to see it's just funny. It he gonna bring, be funny it's to gonna be, like, be somebody from their world. It's gonna be fucking Wiz Khalifa or Lil Wayne and Keith Lee or the other food review guy that be in this car. I got hella niggas at the gym that be asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love to be on here and Chris Middleton is up here off the off the courtesy of Derek. Tobias Harris up here because he came up here because he heard all the slander. He got to set it straight. He got to set it straight. (laughs) But you know, Derek's relationship with Tobias Harris is like a roller coaster. Some days he's the he's the second best player on the 76ers behind Joel, but above Ben Simmons. And some days he's ass. Like it's it's no in between for Derek. Hey. Gotta play to your gotta be consistent. But do you hold that for everybody though? No. 
Because he didn't say Al Horford been ass because Al Horford was ass. I'm, I'm, I, I didn't have nothing to say about Al Horford. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I was more so on Tatum and Brown. Yeah. That's that's just an unfortunate thing. Tobias Harris, when he was playing like ass, he was a second option. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to give you as a second option. Uh, yeah. Um, Dude, is it, wait, is that how it go? I'm, I'm, I, I am always intrigued by how people's basketball minds work. That's just like the shit we was talking about with like Combo's tweet. I'm intrigued to know, like, how do people get their comparisons? Do you literally just look at somebody's height? Do you not look and at body their game? Type. Height and body type. Yeah, like, is that – because that's not a comparison. Oh, wait. Big, big news just dropped. Big, big news. Um, 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 uh, Bob Myers, two-time executive of the year and architect of the four NBA championship, is stepping down oh, as the franchise president and general Change manager. It's just time, said Bob Myers. That's I crazy. I mean, it's rumored for some time. Yeah. Where's but he for go? it to be official, shit. Um, I heard – from a birdie, no break. I don't have no, I, no sources. Oh, you know what? Not true because the Wizards already hired. They do that. The Wizards were, were going to do um, the same thing that Tim Connolly just got, which was hey, take control of our team and we give you a percentage in the business. We oh. you own three percent of the the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Washington Wizards were trying to do that for Bob Myers, but they went another route, which I'm excited about. Um, Bob Myers is the type of dude that'll probably get another job immediately. And yeah. there's a lot of like owners that would fire their general manager right fucking now to get Bob Myers in there. I would I, if if the Reinsdorf family said we firing AK and Mark Eversley to get Bob Myers and his team, give me that. You ain't say that when Mark was on that plane with us. I ain't say shit. <laughs> um, but he gotta know he ain't done shit compared to no Bob Myers. Bob Myers is one of the kings of this this game. Yeah, I mean, now it just means whoever comes in with the Warriors, they got some decisions. They got Draymond's decision. They got Clay yeah. Thompson's extension decision. They got to figure but, out what the hell happened. I guess Rob Myers said they don't want to deal with that shit. No, that's why it's perfect timing because whoever comes in next don't have that relationship. Right. Bob Myers yeah. will feel bad. You know, like, man, I Draymond, Draymond his, my boy, yeah. probably, he probably was at his wedding or his yeah. kids. His next dude, like, shit. Draymond financially just don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. These numbers ain't in mathing right now. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good one. <laughs> Other big news Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse is the yep. official head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. Thoughts and opinions, emotions, and feelings behind that? I thought that was a good coach, good hiring, a guy that solidified himself as a championship coach, and I think that's the type of shit that they need. Um, just very interesting. I, I don't really view this thing. Team is like a – I know Doc Rivers had his coach issues. It's more sort of James Harden thing. Still very interested to see how that goes. Then you can really gauge and see how this team looks because offensively they do need that like second perimeter threat i don't really know how much tyrese maxi is going to be that guy for y'all so it's going to be very tough offseason for them um yeah it was surprising to be honest with you because i think out of all the jobs that were available as far as like the top end talents between the Suns and the bucks who we got to talk about adrian griffin too um that the 76 is one of those jobs that i would personally be iffy about mostly because we don't know what's going to happen with james and and if James is gone and things don't go well in a time year and a half, it time. might be Joel Embiid's time. Yeah. Also, philosophy wise, Nick Nurse like to play them boys, and and Joel Embiid out. We get in forty minutes a game from Joel Embiid, especially considering they don't have a backup center right now. Um, Nick Nurse is definitely one of the best guys on the market, so that's mm-hmm. a plus. But his philosophy might have to change a little bit because for all for the entirety of Nick Nurse's <clears throat> coaching career, he's had these big ass wings that defend well. And they won a championship that way. And then last year, they missed the playoffs completely. Now he going to a situation where you got Joel Embiid, and then the rest is like 
average to below average defenders and they're all small as shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what he decides to do if he's going to f- change his philosophy or is the 76ers going to reformulate their team to fit what he kind of wants and needs. So I don't know. That also kind of confirms to me I think James Harden is gone. If well, James so. Harden was coming back, they would have got Mike Denton. That, that was a – yeah, yeah. I, I like it though. I think <clears throat> I think it's more so he's going to – I like his way to adapt. And I think that I've seen that just kind of like in, in playoff scenarios and stuff where he changes stuff up. And, like, I feel like he's one of the people that can do that on the fly. So I would just kind of liked him. But, again, I just like his ability to adapt. And I think he will probably end up changing his philosophy because I think he kind of rolls, like, what he has to work with. You know, obviously they kind of bought into it. But he was playing 48 those guys so long because it's like yeah, that was what option. they did. Yeah. It was – I mean, it had no option. But he wanted to keep dudes that were – unless you were Freddie – or maybe Gary Trent, you were six, eight and above up there. And it's just like, I felt like he just always went with that bend or break approach with at least that philosophy. But when it came down, he's willing to change it or go zone or do something different that I think a lot of uh, coaches wouldn't. Can I rant a little bit? Rant. Um, nepotism is a real thing everywhere, basically, in the music industry, in sports, everywhere. There's no place that it's bigger. And I might make a hint of, a hint of hoops video about this. Then in the fucking front office of these places... Every single solid general manager from the 1990s and the early 2000s son now has a job in the front office. And the reason I'm saying that right now is, and I'm reading this article from Woj about this departure. Um, with Myers' departure, the Warriors owner, Joe Lacob, is expecting to see more prominent role from his son, Kirk, the, the executive vice president of basketball operations. I can't say Kirk is good or bad at his job. I don't know. Yeah. But this is just another example of just nepotism because I, I own this team. My son, he say he like basketball a little bit, so let me get him a job doing the one of the hardest jobs in all the fucking sports. That goes from the Colangelo family because Jerry Colangelo got Brian Colangelo job and then Brian Colangelo ended up fucking everything up. This happens time and time again when these owners give their people these jobs. And again, I can't say it's right or wrong, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there's good situations and bad situations. But it happens way too fucking often. People always think about like, Giannis at the Nassus, not the Coupo at the Nassus, only in the league because of nepotism. That might be true, but that's that's the base level compared to what these front office people do. If they like every single team got somebody's son running the show. They somebody's do. son is in there just doing some like other job. The only type of like positive way you're really coming off of that is just like that man has been around basketball his whole life. Right. You know, like he damn near knows is as he's growing up, he learned the fucking ins and outs. It don't matter but if he was five if, or twenty. If so though, he would probably have another role that he would grow up into. Mm-hmm. Like Eric Spolster, he started off as a video coordinator, and then you level up. So if your son been around a game, he would probably give him an entry level, mm-hmm. and he could just work his way up. But to go from yeah. nothing, I'm to, saying that's the only like I feel like situation because. But no, like, if that's the situation, it. why would he not have a previous job already in a system? Yeah. If I've right. been around a game my entire life, wouldn't you put me in some type of position immediately, or like as soon as I became a grown adult? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't I be get some little job to to show that I I know something? Because in any other workspace, that's just not really any. Like even when a player get drafted, how many players get drafted and it's just like here, you here's the keys to the offense. It's like <laughs> no, nah, you got to work up to get shit. And that's what we were saying with it in the interview. I think this is a problem in basketball and, and to to side of what KB was talking about, but just the lack of basketball people. Like I don't know. His son, I don't know what he's basketball, but like, there's so many people who've been in this game as players, coaches, assistants, whatever, and we have a lot of positions that are filled with people I've never heard of. 
and it's just like, oh, he's a lawyer or like he got a degree. It's like, yeah, I got yeah. a bunch of examples if y'all want to hear them. Let's, let's, let's In Atlanta, Nick Wrestler, the 27 year old son of the owner Tony Wrestler, has served as the director of basketball operations for the last two years. Um, and that was a power struggle, and that has a has something to do with the Travis Slink shit. And now <clears> they <throat> have my guy Landry Fields, right? <clears throat> yep. But I can so, only imagine that. Imagine working there, and you know that the person above you is a son. It's like you're gonna lose that argument two times out of ten. Yeah. They don't even have to respect you. Um, uh, Monty McNair, before the draft lottery in late May, uh, Vivek parachuted his pop singing daughter into the assistant general manager job for the G League team. Damn. So I, don't know, I had no idea Vivek's daughter has a spot. Again, I can't say these people are bad at their jobs, good at their jobs, but it's something that happens time and time again. Obviously, the Bus family for the Lakers is, is something that happens a ton. Jeannie Bus's brother, Jesse, <clears throat> is matriculated through the ranks of the organization where he now operates as an assistant general manager directly below Rob Palenka in the, late, in the Lakers' master head. This it goes on and on. And I already mentioned the Colangelo family. This just happens time and time again. Um, yeah, I, it's unfortunate, but unless it's like a, it, it's gonna kind of stay like that. And for sure, it's because these are the like owners. That. These are the top zero point zero zero percent of billionaires. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, I think it really sucks because. There are a lot of people that are going to school for sports management with the idea that, oh, I'm a one day work in the front office and boom, boom, boom. And then somebody who got zero experience or no schooling or whatever gets the job just because my dad is really fucking rich. Um, and I think it's, it's kind of like uh, when you're like the head coach of, the, of a team, you now the GM is like the guy or like the person that's constructing your roster and like the person who you're probably having a lot of conversations with. Why would I want to? Why would you want to bring in someone who has no experience to work with me? Like, I feel like that's not kind of like a, that hinders me now. Yeah. I have to teach him shit. And like, I, I don't know. Rest in peace, Flip Saunders. But even Ryan Saunders being a head coach for the Minnesota Timberwolves a couple years ago, kind of nepotism. We saw that he wasn't built for the head coaching job. And maybe he gets another one down the line. Um, he might get a ring. Wait, I, he might I, get I just ring. don't remember yeah, all the way. Did, was he doing any assisting, though? Oh, yeah. No, he, he had like been he, a long-term assistant. Yeah, he had at least some, like, prior experience. Exactly. And, and you see so that I a feel. lot. You see a lot of head coaches. Like, um, yeah, he's on Denver's assist, uh, assistant coaching staff. Um, they got David, a lot David of people Al over there. Uh, Rick, Adelman, Rick Adelman's son. son is yeah. over there as well, which is the – Did you know Popeye Jones's son right plays in the NHL? No. No, I didn't know that at all. I didn't either. When did you learn that? Watching the Nuggets game, uh, and uh, not in the conference finals, but the second round against the Suns, they talked about it. Like, oh shit, Popeye Jones. That means there's a brother in the NHL that we ain't even supporting. That's crazy. Yeah, might have to go get his son. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to do some finals preview? Let's do it. Um, NBA finals start on More Thursday. More basketball people in the league. That 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 sounds stupid. It's like saying more doctors in the hospital. <laughs> Imagine if doctors had nepotism. Where you don't have to go to school. It'd be a lot of left ankles on your right legs. <laughs> <laughs> Seth Jones is the is the son of Popeye Jones, twenty eight year old. Um, he we bogus. He actually played for the Blackhawks for a little bit. We had no idea. I've never. Damn. I've sat and watched maybe two Blackhawks games. And he was a fourth overall pick. No, he nice. Mm. He nice with it. All right. Hey, this if you gonna watch the Blackhawks, I know they've been through a lot of controversy. Um, in the last couple of years, we going to a Blackhawks game this year. They got the first overall pick, and the dude that's coming in, it's like they said he's the, he's the, he's the 
NHL equivalent to fucking LeBron James Holy when he came shit. out of high school. Damn. He's gonna be in Chicago now. Was he? Will he live up to the hype? Only I one would know. Who the fuck is still on the Blackhawks roster? Hey, they, they still they, got Patrick Kane. No, uh, no, no. Okay, they, they that's traded all, They traded most of the OGs. They, 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 they got, traded Kane to Taves. The, they don't got him no Jonathan more. Jonathan Taves. No, he's old as shit. He might have retired, bro. <laughs> is Crawford still there? I would assume not. He he was old. Yeah, I couldn't name you nobody on the roster right now. I think didn't Patrick Kane get traded to New York? He was a Ranger. Oh, the um the Stanley Cup is going on soon. It's a time to jump in right at the end of it. I think it's crazy how much hockey players are like paid compared to like other sports. Pennies, bro. Yeah, like they For they real? they get their ass beat daily. And because of their cap, no, you know how the Lakers. I mean, not the Lakers. The Warriors have been together for fucking nine years. Yeah, where like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, you can't do that in the NHL. Every team has like a fucking two to three year window, and then you got to trade one of your best players and hope that it works out. Damn. Like I remember with the, when I did watch hockey is when the Blackhawks were really good because Suzanne is 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 a white woman and she loved Patrick Kane, so I was watching some hockey back there. Um, they had a dude named Panarin, ape anti Panarin or whatever. He was he was a fucking stud. He spent his first couple years here in Chicago, and we had to trade him away because the cap. And we want to keep Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze and stuff. And he went on to be like that, like he's that dude right now still. Damn. Um, but yeah. That's crazy that their cap is that bad. That's it is. NHL talk for the day. But maybe that's something we should look because I said I like player movement. That's yeah. the pinnacle of player movement right there. You gotta trade one of your 23-year-old young stars because we want to keep the, the old core together. I couldn't imagine the NBA buying into like imagine if the NBA had those rules. Jonathan Taze is ridiculous. still on the team, by the way. He is. Yeah. Old as shit. I will see. Does he have um, his age right there? Nineteen eighty-eight. What is that? Uh, he's got to be like thirty-seven. Two? Oh no, both of our math is fucked up. He's in I his mean, 30s. thirty-five. You said eighty-eight. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking. It says thirty-five. Oh, because I mean, what I did is I was born ninety-seven, so I just you know added from no, from what my age is. Um, NBA Finals preview, baby. No, we got to talk about Griffin going to the bus. Oh yes, Azier Gifford got um, hired by the Bucks, which is cool to see um, a guy that's been like a great assistant for the past decade or so get an opportunity Remember to be the head coach. He used to be around your way, Mike. I done seen him at OPRF a few times. One of his sons went there. Um, did he used to pull up to Hinsdale South? He might have to watch basketball games. Am I tripping? He might have. One of his sons went to OPRF. Okay. Um, either way, See, he, I is, ain't know all that. he is now a head coach with the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, first time. First time head coach. Part of that was because Giannis said he really liked them. They did what Giannis wanted because that's yeah. how you keep your stars around. Um, if people were asking me, like, what can we expect from it? It's impossible to really know with a first time head coach. But I will say, if you look at every single one of his stops, he's been an assistant coach on the top defensive teams in basketball. I don't know if that's necessarily his philosophy. But if it's following him across ten, eight of the ten years, he's been an assistant on a top five defense. Not coincidental. It's probably not coincidental. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to see what that looks like. Um. But that's all I can really say. You know. Yeah. It's hard to predict. Um. New coaches and new situations. Um. Just happy to see it. And if Giannis liked him, then shit, I like him too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm excited just, for it. I, I am. I'm. I'm excited to see what happens with the staff because Charles Lee, been one of the most sought after coaches. From uh from Milwaukee and a boot and holds a tree, so I want to know if he's going to stay or if he's going to go get him a job now. And we got a couple more spots open. Phoenix is open. Who else? Detroit uh, is still open, Detroit. but everybody thinks that Kevin Ollie has that job. Yeah, shout out to Kevin Ollie, who's a cousin of ours. Oh, he's like 
Jermaine's cousin. Oh, like you being dead ass. I'm being so serious. Oh. Shut up, cuz. I got to put in the door. <laughs> I heard Nuki say that, and my dad said this like three days ago. Dude. Rest in peace, Uncle Nuke. So it's, yeah. Shout right. out to Kevin Ollie. Well, we might have to show up to a, a Pistons game this season. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin Ollie. Motor K. Who did he, he, he was an OTE coach, correct? UConn. And went to UConn. No, he coached, coached UConn. UConn. But he also coached OTE, or did he coach G yeah. League Ignite? One of the two. It was, OTE. And they have the fifth overall pick? Yeah. Is he going to draft one of the Thompson Twins? Yeah. No, I'm joking. He might, <laughs> he might get Cam, Cam Whitmore. Right, I don't right, know. Right. But maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> maybe. Yes, it's possible. Um, He's not even officially there. But Adrian it's just Griffin's. funny to see the Piston fans go on the Berserk, too. Yeah. It ain't even been confirmed yet. I've been seeing a lot of conversation about the Adrian Griffin signing because of the off-court stuff that he had to deal with a couple years ago, um, where one of his... His ex-wife accused him of some domestic violence stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I'm interested to see what the Bucks. They, I don't think you can ignore that. Obviously, um, it's it's. I was reading articles about it like two days or so ago, and it was like he got accused, he denied it, he even sued his ex-wife for defamation because he believes that she's trying to end his career. Mm-hmm. His daughter, who shares the mother with the person that accused him said that that was all a lie. So I it's 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 so hard when these situations so I don't know exactly what that's the Bucks are going to do. Not, that, that's why <clears throat> that type of shit is is there's a place for that type of shit to get handled. Uh-huh. And that's why to me it's always mind-blowing when Twitter erupts on certain things that they think that they know shit about because it's such a touchy situation that we don't really know anything about. Obviously nobody likes or supports that type of stuff. But because we don't know the truth or what really is going on, it, there has to be a hesitancy to speak yeah. on something that we don't really I just, know about. I think it's important for us to acknowledge it, but know that we're a basketball show. Yeah. We're not detectives <coughs> or investigators. Yeah, I can't speak on shit I don't know. But I, but I do see that on Twitter. Anytime somebody's about to get a job, they be talking about a bunch of shit that's like speculated shit. Uh, now, if you're talking about some shit that's factual and has happened and you don't support it, I'm with you. A lot. I don't support a lot of bullshit my damn self, but if things aren't confirmed or facts, it's not really our job to go in there and investigate that shit because what do I know? Yeah. yeah. NBA Finals? NBA Finals. NBA Finals, baby. Thursday night is when it starts in Denver. Um, Denver gets home court advantage because the Boston Celtics lost. So that's interesting. Um, fun for them. They undefeated at home, and the Miami Heat have won every single first game on the road yes, of this they series. Have every single one. So we we'll see exactly the way it goes. I'm, these are the things I'm excited about. How, how long has the Nuggets been out? What has it been like a week and a half? Because the Lakers say we ain't gonna show yeah. up at all. <laughs> Not even. Hey, we was in some of them games. We just lost them all. Yeah, you were in all of those games. I would say, right? All four, maybe. Some got away from us in the last right. couple of minutes, but we was all we was yeah. in them. It wasn't Only no blowout. Is your last game? Would you rather? This is a conversation. Would you rather have the rest of eleven-ish days, or would you rather be the Miami Heat who just played basketball four days ago or three days ago? I'd rather be the Denver Nuggets chilling for uh, chilling for these eleven days or whatever. If I'm the Nuggets, I'd rather have been playing. If I'm the Heat, I'd rather have had the rest. Should have just blown one of those games to the Lakers, so you could just the get heat, an extra day. Have older bodies, the Nuggets. I think they want to keep. They want to keep. Yeah. They want to keep going. I think it just depends on the age I, of your team. I would say that it is like a benefit that they are getting out those games. But like I said, I feel like they aren't as beat up as we be seeming that, or like you would think they are because they've been running that zone a lot. Like I said, Jimmy Butler ain't had to tee up like he needed to. I feel like he's kind of saving himself a little bit for this final. He didn't know he's gonna get there, but kind of saving himself. Maybe it was after even three zero. 
Because he's seen a lot of more of like his little down games, and he didn't really do as well. I want to say I got up. but He did retweak his ankle in that game seven, though. He did have a little moment where he tweaked it a little bit, but he played through he it. Played through oh, yeah. It wasn't yeah. the same as like Tatum's. Though. Yeah, when they replayed, I was like, oh, okay, that ain't nothing compared to Tatum. Yeah, because like, who, who was on the call yesterday? Was it uh, Reggie Miller? Reggie Miller and Ben. Reggie Miller's like, yeah. He, I didn't even see the first tweet uh, when he tweaked his ankle, but Reggie Miller had mentioned it. I looked over and it was like a little ass grimace. I'm like, Can I, I, I say I'm happy it. that we don't have to hear that booth of people for the rest of the season? Because <laughs> you know what happened throughout the course of this in the beginning? He was grimacing, though. He was, he was. Van Gundy complained about everything. Tyler Hero fit. And I think that people <laughs> got on his ass about his complaining. And he, the last couple games, he didn't complain at all. <laughs> but he, bro, he was, what happened to the game that I, I grew up and loved about, like, the reviews, the foul, and all of that. And Reggie Miller say the same six sentences all game long, you know? It's it's the same one. My favorite people about I the, feel like the his finals, be saying so that bro. Right. I feel great about the finals. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Mama. There goes that man. We're gonna hear that at least six times this year. They got the best like in game stuff, but then TNT does have the best Absolutely. Uh, inside a- inside the NBA, yeah. there's nothing that can ever compare yeah, to that. That that's I it's, wish it was some way they could mix the two. Hey, competing yeah. brands, man. Unfortunately, <laughs> not. it'll never happen. But yeah. ESPN's like halftime show is non existent. It's Jalen Rose saying some obvious shit, Stephen A. Smith being mad about something, and then 12 minutes of commercials. Yeah. <laughs> Where they TNT actually give you shit. Crazy. Like, yeah, they nothing but commercials. Um, but no, I'm, I'm excited about this, I, this commentary stuff. Gabe Vincent had the ankle injury. You just want those guys to, you know what I mean, some, you know, mm-hmm. whenever you got a little injury, a little freak, you want that rest. But And Gabe Vincent didn't play a lot in that last game. He only played like 25 minutes. I was so happy that they wore the black jerseys. I feel like they didn't wear the black jerseys this whole series except this game. Do you remember their gold jerseys from like two years ago? Yeah. Yes. I think I think I vividly seen them. Yeah, they were they like were, yellow, yeah, but like they yellowish. called it trophy gold. It was like yellow with like the red. Yeah. I do not remember that. Hold on, I got pictures. Oh, of I do. It. Yes, I do. I do remember those. Yeah. And I remember in the moment, those I remind was me like, of Pacers jerseys. They they look like Pacers. Literally, Pacers. I remember yeah. in the moment, I was like, oh, no, these, black. these oh. fucking suck. And now I look back on them like they was kind of hard. They was yeah, they was yeah, kind of hard. They, uh, they might bring them back if they win because it's a tro- it's trophy gold. That's what it's supposed to be. Oh, trophy okay. gold. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Butler is is corny in the best possible way. I love it. And again, Jimmy, big fan, obviously, in the best possible ways. Where y'all saw the clip that went me- not mega viral, but a little bit of viral. Well, Bam tried to give him the Larry, the, the trophy, and he said, oh, no, "I'm gonna hold the, the next one." That's Miami Heat culture. Some of that yeah. shit come off cool, but some of that shit do come off poor. Yeah, but like, oh, if, they have the jet booked to go to Denver, which is such a non-story because you need to book your fucking flight. You just need to book a flight. <laughs> you know that you have to do. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I'm pretty sure when they played Game Six in Boston, they didn't have a flight to Boston. Like they they had already planned. Well, they should have gotten one because that, <laughs> at the end of the day, go who. Yeah, all that all the extra shit is sound cute and it's cool, but go who? Yeah, go no matter hoop. what though, he I don't know something about Jimmy Butler. It just rub off on all the other players because that everybody competed. You know, I feel like you talk a lot about that leading by example. Like people would follow Jimmy Butler. They for do, sure. yeah. no, they do for sure. No, mm-hmm. no, we are not up here criticizing him. I'm you just saying there, some of that shit cool and some of that shit be like, oh, here we go. There was a team that had him on the roster when he was 27, and they had the opportunity to supermax him. And instead of supermaxing him, they traded him away to rebuild. And they only seen the rebuild. playoffs one time since then. They still rebuild. <laughs> still rebuild. About to do another rebuild. Um, but that was the first year of the Supermax, if people don't remember. 
And the Reinsdorf family's like, fuck no, we're not giving that much money to one singular player. <laughs> Trade him away for Chris Dunn, please. And they did that. Uh, and well, here no, he is. Zach yeah, I'm, I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm buried in the league. They also got Larry Market, who's an all star now. But well, they, they traded him away. <laughs> uh, I mean, he wouldn't have been an all star with y'all. Absolutely. I, I honestly truly believe that. Oh, for sure. And I truly if believe they that him, he ended if up. Jimmy Butler was here in Chicago, he'd still be a dog. But this level of dog, I feel like it's something that was developed throughout his last couple stops yeah, that ended up in Miami. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. The Philly, Minnesota, and yep. now Miami Heat. And I think he found the culture that fits his yes, culture. Exactly. Shout, like, out to, shout out to Minnesota, the Wade. Katnam was too sensitive. He go to Philly. You know Ben Simmons. Them, they they don't want to deal with that shit either. So they signed Tobias Harris. I love that clip he of him. Said ben Simmons is kind of looking. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you. Brother. I love that clip of Jimmy in the tunnel saying Tobias, Tobias Harris over, over me. Yeah. Like that. That shit. You you feel that? I know why he love that clip. <laughs> yeah, because he hates Tobias Harris. <laughs> But then you see how he playing. You like how as an organization do you choose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler? Jimmy yeah. Butler, I, I love to hear him talk. He don't do a ton of interviews, but I love to him talk. Like when he was talking about when he got to Philly, they was in that film room watching film after a loss, and nobody, and nobody said nothing. nothing. Yeah. He was like, "What the fuck? Where's the accountability?" And uh, now, I mean, you see him on the bench, fucking people. Max Struess would yell at Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the type of culture that Miami got. I love that that one clip of Jimmy telling Max Struess, "You got fucking blown by at the top," yeah. and then he goes on the court and shows him yeah. where you just got blown by. Yeah. And I'm like, "That's you need that shit." He's also was telling Kyle Lowry, "Shoot the ball, shoot." The ball. Kyle Lowry's yeah. shoes look so fucking big on them. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking big. They be getting down in them though. Uh, sometimes. Not more more likely he might think about Aaron Aaron Gordon gotta take that matchup, right? Aaron Jimmy Gordon's Butler. guarding Jimmy Butler. Because they feel like I want the I want the Heat to let Jokic try to score to win. Take away the pass. We know that's what he Well, they they, they might run some zones. So I that's, like they, that's giving him the pass. They they I, I trust their exposure today. He's gonna be like he gonna experiment. He gonna take a game or two to see what's probably the best, better idea. I do love the fact that we have like two polarizing different centers, like a defensive minor center and Bam. Then you have an offensive juggernaut and Jokic. Like those two, literally about to clash right now, and it's gonna be very fun to see how that plays out. I'm not saying Bam is gonna stop for him, sure, for sure. but it's just like two different. Yeah, yeah. Then they gonna they gonna really challenge each other. I think Bam is gonna be probably the best defensive big. Jokic is gonna win against. Um, Anthony Davis exists. Oh, Anthony Davis, he did go against AD. <laughs> True, <laughs> but but Bam Bam is more versatile. Yes, than uh, the Davis. more versatile defender than who Anthony guards Davis. Jamal Murray, Jimmy. Or either no, I think they Kyle might start with like Caleb Martin, but then uh, oh yeah, he does, yeah, that no, that's the real question because they eventually yeah. started Caleb Martin the last couple games of the series. Well, because of the they took Kevin Love out completely. Yeah, but the the Miami Heat are like if they oh timeout. Uh huh. You're right. I literally. He, he didn't play. play. He did yeah, not he play. Was he on stage or anything? I don't remember. Yeah, he was, no, on he was stage. there. I don't he was remember there. seeing him at all. Yeah, no, I saw him something in the celebration. I just that fast forgot my man. So the Miami Heat are a small team if they do the Caleb Martin starting over Kevin Love. And the Nuggets are a really big team. Jamal, I mean, I mean uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr., 6'10", Aaron Gordon, 6'8", size LeBron, and then <laughs> Jokic, a seven-footer. That, but that didn't – I know it's a different team, but the Celtics are also pretty big. Are they? They ran small a lot this series, where Al Horford was the sole center. Yep. And Robert Williams backed them up. Yeah. And Tatum is your four. Brown mm-hmm. is your three. And you have the only like they went against. I mean, you, you 
the the Milwaukee Bucks are a tall team. They're a big team with Bam. I mean, Brooke and Giannis, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Chris then Middleton the, is tall as well. <clears throat> the Knicks are a pretty big team too, with seven foot Mitchell Robinson, Julius, uh, Randall, Julius Randall, RJ. Mm-hmm. No, but I think that cut off because I think RJ yeah. is a smaller wing. Yeah. Six, six. But like, it feels like everybody outside of Jamal Murray on the other side is like a bigger player for their position. No, yeah. KCP. <clears throat> was he six five, six six? Standard shooting guard. Damn, um, my, my bad. Jamal Murray is kind of bigger for a point guard. He's like six four, right? Yeah, yeah. he he yeah. could definitely post up as well. So they also play big too, the yeah. Denver Nuggets too. Um, so I'm ex- I'm interested to see. I'm sure we're gonna get to some point in this series where Kevin Love is back in the lineup. I'm mm-hmm. um, not, not not necessarily starting, but like getting real minutes. Just because like like a rebounding the presence, they just yeah. need the size. They just gonna need some size. Um, and Boy, I, the Cody Zeller. Please no. Cody Zell is getting dogged by by Jokic. <laughs> In and out, bro. I think they wait. I think they're they're gonna be that team that make Jokic work for sure. They're I the think team that's, that's the, gonna make him work. That is the thing that's gonna potentially be in the favor of the Miami Heat because the they're Miami gonna make Jokic work. Don't want a stagnant offense. They move it. He's gonna get switched on to Jimmy. Jimmy's gonna attack him constantly, like he did to Robert what if Williams. Jokic's locking up after like no. that's great. I'm because I'm I feel like Jimmy Butler. He just He's been so physically imposing on teams. It's just now Aaron Gordon can match that. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to see how that's going to I don't know. Play a couple up. of y'all told me he get on that court and do whatever the fuck he want to do. Dude, he was. He was. Yes. He was, bro. Anytime he was in- not doing whatever the fuck he want to do, bro. Y'all make that sound so, like, that. y'all saying okay. that so loose. He was playing good, but doing whatever the fuck you want to do. It's like, more so hyperbole. Different. It's more so hyperbole. He's literally not doing whatever the fuck you want, but it's just like. I'm talking about in basketball. Look at you language. using the word hyperbole. Right, you're going in the look, right way, too. Look, what yeah. that mean, P? You're going look, what does hyperbole mean? It's like exaggerated. Okay. Extreme, Extreme exaggeration. exaggeration. I, so, but I'm just saying, oh, so that word is not. If all of us know the definition, that's not a good word, Mike. L. <laughs> Let me look at my dictionary again. Yeah. What does ambivalent mean? Ambivalent? I'm feeling a little ambivalent about this series. Um, on the fence. Yeah. Come on, man. I went to college for a little bit. I put context. If I didn't put the context, <laughs> no, if you didn't put the context, I would not. What are the day ambivalent? Because how you did, you made the face of being indecisive. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know. But um, where the day? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up word of the day. Basketball forms. I just don't. I, I don't think he do without a fucking. It's a bogus word. What is it? Am I making? I'm gonna sense? use it. Yeah, no, you are making okay. sense a little bit. Um, do you think Jimmy Butler on offense does it out the fuck he wants? He's a he's a good player. I mean, really, there are times great, where he's a yes, great player. there's times where yes, the last four games of the series, no, yeah, the first two and a half, absolutely. In this series, in this series, in, ga- in the game two, where, game two, where we was half. working, yes, yes. When Grant Williams got his ass against Drew Holiday, he was doing whatever the fuck he wanted exactly. to do. Yes, <laughs> that's, what, that's what I consider doing whatever the fuck you want to do when you have in them type of performances. But Jimmy Butler, he ain't doing that like on a. But I. I, um, I, that's what I like about him. Actually, I think that's the best thing about this game because I think you got guys who do that and then they kind of go into a, a like Tatum. Tatum be doing that shit, and then it's like now nah, the shots ain't falling, and it's like <laughs> what else are we doing? You know what I'm saying? What you pointing at him for? The Jokic brothers are basically like the arch nemesis of the Miami Heat, um, based on the Markeith Morris thing a few years ago. We're nemesis. The word today was nemesis. That's according word to the week. Yeah, right. The um. Webster Dictionary said oh. the word of the day is nemesis. So there I you go. I see motherfuckers tweet now. They was like, the Moore's brother still own the damn Heat? Hey. No, he got traded, right? One, once a Heat, yeah. always a Heat. They still, but they was, Jimmy Butler was on the court when that happened. Markeith Moore's got real life whiplash, bro. 
It missed like you six what, months uh, of basketball. Was, uh, who would they get into? It was Jay Crowder. He was like, you ain't going to talk about my culture like that or don't come in my coach." He's talking about Tibbs. This one, he was on the, the Wolves. Yeah. So Jimmy Butler, a rider. You're a rider for sure. Yeah, I, was, I do remember that. And I want to see Mike Smith at the games more too. That shit's That was the first thing Jimmy did after the game. <laughs> just just Mike, Smith. Mike Smith. Like, oh, hell no. Mike is all ugly and shit. Get Bro, it's crazy. He's in an entourage. Yeah, yeah. He's in the entourage. Like he posts every game. Team. He's there. You know I'm here for. You post it on the story. You know why I'm here for. Yes, that was hilarious. We need to use our connections to get Jimmy on the show. Mike that can't be a hard get, bro. Nah. Shout out to me and Mike Ty. Said, for nah. life. Me and Mike Ty for life. Absolutely. So I met my girl. At. Absolutely. Yeah, I will, Jimmy Butler on the show would be very. Y'all cool. should have came to that party. Terrence was in that bitch. Kissing and shit. I'm like, hey, look at him. him were we invited? Up. I don't remember if we were invited. Probably not. I don't even know if we were invited. I'm excited to see how much zone is used mm-hmm. and see how Jokic goes against that zone. Like I said, I watched those minutes or, uh, yesterday, and he was doing his fucking thing like it didn't exist. How often do we see it? What's that? Two questions. Uh-huh. Starting X-Factor, bench X-Factor. For both teams. Both teams. Uh, I think starting the Heat is Cal Lowry. Cal Lowry has to bench, still be that bench. fire hydrant off the bench that's going to give him that push, that energy, that veteran leadership. Um, also has some random spurts where he offensively is putting the ball in the hole. And then for the Nuggets is always Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown's always that six man engine off what that about bench. The starters? And then for the starters for the Heat, uh, I think so. Caleb Martin is I don't. Know. Let's we'll, just assume we'll we'll start. Okay, I'll go Caleb Martin because he's been the X factor this whole playoff run. Um, and then for the Nuggets side is going to be Michael Porter Jr. Mm. Uh, the shooting ability, he has to be able to stretch the floor and allow mm. to and be able to shoot them out of that zone. <laughs> That's so crazy. There's one thing about him. He is such a bad shot taker, and when they're not falling, he is, is no easy looks for him. He had like six assists in one of those games. I love Michael Porter Jr. He got no bad. He said, I'm going to shoot over. If his assists was yes. at 1.5, you taking it? No, nah, nah. I'm not. <laughs> and it seems He's like. He's a one assist yeah. guy. Yeah. And it he seems not, like in these type of stages. Bad shots don't fall. He the, thing, he the person that get the assist after he taking a shot in his last second. He, he gonna just dish it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he get accidental assist. Oh, yeah, he contested that a little bit better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. He, he only passed it to get it back, but the person just took the shot anyway. Um, for Nuggets starting X Factor, I'm going to go Jamal Murray. I think, that, like you said, the Heat are going to play a lot of zone. I would like to see Jamal Murray, like, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> That's what happened, bro. That's what the teacher go over there and bang on that deck. I'm dead. <laughs> Y'all hilarious. Jamal Murray likes to get in his bag and get hit, get in like get his in his bag. You can't always do that against a zone. Yeah, so it's he, gonna he be averaged 35 last series. So we ain't, we should have run some zone to slow <laughs> that down. Apparently, <laughs> um, I I think that the X factor for Miami Heat is a three point shooter, man. They had they had like two out of eighty two games, they had two games where they shot over fifty percent from three, and in the playoffs that's almost a fucking daily thing at this point. Do you think it's gonna hold up again for another seven game series? I don't I know because the Nuggets is not gonna struggle like the Celtics were not at all. They're not gonna go on those off. There were literally like four or five minute droughts where the Celtics were struggling. I don't know if I could really say that for the <laughs> the, the Nuggets. So they got to keep it. Doesn't happen often enough. <laughs> Um, also, the nine Jokic minutes. I'm trying to keep it on the pod. <laughs> also, also the nine Jokic minutes are important um, be, be, because we just saw the nine Jimmy minutes be won by the Miami Heat. 
Yeah. We just got we got to see if the Denver Nuggets could do the same thing without their star player on the court. Bam needs to have more than – he needs to hey, shoot officially, bro. this is the bro. last of the Mohegans. Fuck trying to survive without your star. I'm Thibodeau. You're going to play <laughs> 48. Oh, yeah. At this point, you everybody should be in the starting lineup at least to be playing like 38 to 40 minutes. Unless you're Simply. in foul trouble. Simply. Yeah. yeah. Simply. Yeah, but even then, that's eight minutes when he's not on the court. Even even let's say four minutes off the court. Four minutes off the court for Jokic in some cases is like six point swings. Yeah, what, what and also four minutes on game time is like completely different from like real time. It's actually probably like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Damn. In the I second quarter, oh, well, you, you got to remember them commercials though yeah. too. Let's let's say ten minutes in the yeah. second quarter. Why are we even comparing real time to the game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so Jeff Green is a backup center, right? Basically, yeah, they're gonna be yeah. running small. We d- we are not gonna see fucking Thomas Bryant, who we forgot existed after he left the Lakers, or it's DeAndre he wanted a bigger Jordan. Role yeah, one of the bigger role. But he might get a ring. Would you rather have a ring or a bigger role? Reggie Jackson get a ring if they win. If they win, who else? Reggie Jackson is still on the team, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He got he some minutes play. against the Lakers. There's like <laughs> yeah, six of them total. <laughs> he just on the court. Like, That's kind of crazy. Fuck? He went from like being like the starting guard for the Clippers to not playing. Hey, yeah, big moments for this. Clippers yeah. <laughs> Did he? Uh, oh, that was Luke Cornett. Luke Kennard, I'm sorry. Remember when they were down by 35 and came all the way back and Luke Kennard hit yeah, the biggest yeah. shot? Yeah, that yeah. game when That was crazy. Yeah. now Memphis Grizz Grizz. That was like the second biggest comeback in NBA history. That random game in February or something. Um, yeah, man, this series should be fun. I know a lot of people aren't looking forward to it. They're not hoop heads. We are. Yeah, I don't care about the ratings being down. That, yeah. none that would not affect me watching <laughs> Bro, the series. I promise you, I have I haven't seen. Maybe it does though. More people say red because they talking about they're talking about the NBA is red or whatever. I was like, you would have seen Celtics versus Lakers if this shit was red. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I hate that narrative that is rigged. It's Maybe the like, ratings do trickle down to us. Think about it. We work for a company that owns NBA rights right now. Okay. So if the ratings are down and the contract for the NBA. It's over. The TV deal is over next season. Oh, no, our contract in this year. So we can pay based on this year's, last year ratings. So we good. We chilling. We chilling. I like that. We doing the Corgi bets? Fuck that Corgi. <laughs> <laughs> I said that too many times when people went during the Lakers series, bro. Fuck that Corgi. It came back and bit you in the ass, right? Like, like a dog. Nah, he was wrong, though. <laughs> he was wrong. Um, but... Now shout out to the How court, many games y'all think this series going? Uh, hopefully so at least six so we can be in Miami, win yeah. some shit. Like, if you ima- can you imagine a series end in six and we're in Miami? Mm-hmm. Oh, One wow. way or another. I mean, obviously, if the Miami Heat win and we're yeah. there, that would be crazy. Um, also, we shit. might get Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero's supposed to come back in game three. Game three. Is that a good idea? I don't know. I guess we'll see what game two know. or game, game one or game two look like. Yeah. If they can't score, then bring it back. <laughs> what was his Was it a hand injury? He broke his, broke hand. his hand. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't. I obviously it feels gonna be you know something that matters, but it's not like he broke his knee or something like. Yeah, I feel it's not like, like you could kind of. They already said he's ramping up activity. It's. I think it's a better situation than it uh, than probably like than worse. Yeah, I think a hand injury is a little different than a knee injury when you talk about returning. Jalen Brown just played through a hand injury and he sucked. <laughs> I, hey, it was a lot of shit that went wrong. You can even just put that on Jalen. Maybe that's Brown. why his hand was so loose. No, I was disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. What's your dream scenario in this series? Seven games, and it's com- extremely competitive. But I would, I, wins. Yeah, yeah. I would hate for this to be a sweep and the Nuggets win. 
we win as basketball people because if Jokic gets that ring with his career, it's like, whoa. And if Jimmy goes yeah. on this run. He's only 28, he, which is crazy. Yeah, only 28. And Jimmy and the Heat going on this run could defy all odds of yep. how we view playoffs and seeding and shit. You know what I'm saying? And For then the Nuggets got to go in, go in, go into the offseason be like, damn. Yeah. We made it. This, we finally got here. We got our ass smoked by Jimmy and Eric Spolstra. I don't think they would get smoked. There's no scenario. Well, no, I not get smoked. Get smoked. Hey. We got we lost. Okay. To an AC. Do you panic then and start? Th- we got to explore our MPJ trade packages. <laughs> no. They want I, DeMar DeRozan? No. <laughs> There's no better fit for Jokic than a guy like MPJ. For I'm sure. Put, I find it hard to put DeRozan on contending teams. Damn. You know, Just because of his play style. He had runs with the Raps. Then they won LeBron, a championship once LeBron they traded him. And LeBron toes a thing. Once they traded him. That's because LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's out <laughs> west by that time. Yeah. Yeah. Faces. <laughs> LeBron's to the East. Toronto will have no championship. Simple. Probably. I mean, I would have loved to have seen Do him. Not let like KB's car <laughs> cast and get you tripped up into some shit with Toronto fans. Have a vendetta against you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we do got to go to Toronto. Yeah. Actually, Toronto, I'm happy y'all won your championship. I am too, because I love that Kawhi Leonard shit. Yeah. yeah. Kawhi was on the his- doing, doing, doing too. <laughs> yeah. That was a good moment. Yeah, and then they call him. I think that's guy want to be like the rawest pictures in history, though, where it's got like him shot and it's got yeah. everybody in the background. He like this. What are you doing, saying? And with his tongue out of something. And he showed emotion. He was yelling and shit after he shot it. And I remember that offseason was so fucking fun because they saw Kawhi Leonard at a Home Depot with moving boxes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they was like, he not resigned. Right? Yeah. After he won that championship, yeah. that's when I was like, Sergi Baca, they checked Sergi Baca's plane to see where he was gonna sign, sign a free agency. Mm. That's crazy as fuck. I feel like we got the most best clips. For like after he won that, like in I that, in that, make a video about that. Uh, in that stretch when he won the championship, because that's so when he had like the fun. Blunt. He had the fun guy shit. The blunt. He had that. What did he say? Uh, uh, hey, hey baby. Hey 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 is uh, with the Clippers. He said what? Hey baby. Or hey, he says baby. what up baby oh, or some yeah. shit like that. What did he say? Fuck. It's something what it do, baby? What, what it, it do, do, baby? <laughs> yeah, that's, what that's when that board man, I feel like board man started coming yeah. up more. And also that he walked up to the mic like, uh-huh. And now uh-huh, he don't play. Because uh-huh. <laughs> he, he got that Ken laugh. <laughs> 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 it's crazy how Kawhi is that player where once he retires, we'll probably never hear from him again. Same thing no, with Jokic. I got his number. Oh, <laughs> when Jokic retired, it's over with. Yeah. He's going back He's going to back Serbia. He's going back to this country, yeah. And it's, it's raps. The conversation... With that is so funny. Like you gotta love basketball and all of that. I kind of feel a way about all European players when you think about it. We don't hear from Dirk no more. He got a statue. He, still, he showed he up for the statue. He still be like, yeah. He still be at the games. Um. Oh, you know what? Dirk do have a sister for a wife. They just not a. Tur- they just not. A, I, don't know. I feel like some players. It's a long time away. Course. I feel like Luca would come back. Oh, uh, you think Luca would stay here? Not stay here, I mean, but he would have a lot of like. I feel like we would see him more often than we well, see like Jokic. Jordan deal, so he has to. I mean, by the time he retired, yeah, who cares? Unless that motherfucker become lifetime. If he win a yeah. championship, it might. He nah, damn near might have a yeah. lifetime. They would probably give him a lifetime right now. Does Jordan? Oh, Jordan, even though all Jordan Nike? brand sneakers suck, all they no, hoop Jason sneakers Tatum suck. Oh, Tatum is the one exception right the, now. He's the defying. Maybe that's just showcase. I saw you. You you got it. Is it comfortable? I haven't hooped in it, but I wear I, I wear mine. Like I feel like I'm. Oh, you just wear them casual. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because I've never hooped. In I wear my hardness to the studio. Oh, okay. Because oh, yeah, I'm like, we don't hoop, that. so I'm like, I'm yeah. wearing my shit. <laughs> I'm gonna wear them. Hard to be wearing hardens to the studio. I love those pink ones he got. Those pink ones, they cold. Ooh, I like those, cold. but I think ours are the best. The chrome. Yeah, I like the chrome ones. 
at a crown. What did you just say? Ooh, about he was looking at. The I was looking at the Tatum shoes. I, I would rock though. Oh yeah. You uh, need something because them, them big ass Kyrie's I is know, not it, bro. Them bitches is so bold. And I remember, I can't believe he hooped in them. He I don't think he has right though, because isn't that the sneaker that they put out without his approval? Maybe that bitch is ugly. I think that's the sneaker <laughs> they put out without his approval. I just bought them solely because they that was the day they let go, and I was Cause like, because you, you broke, I wanna, you cheap. I just want to buy it because it's Kyrie. Can you get, get some on court? Well, you don't got no yeah, off court drip. drip. You got. I need to get some new hooping shoes. I'm so mad that I bought a pair of Lebrons and like I wore them <laughs> once and I never hooped them again because they're too big. They're too bulky. If you gonna bro. get Lebrons, it gotta be a twenties. I literally the twenties are clean yeah. as fuck. They're a small yeah. guy shoe, and they they feel good as fuck. Guess if you it's go get a LeBron, one, get no, a twenty. It's ones that I would get for sure. I forget what uh, I think they're like the LeBron, whatever. But they got like the the South Beach color. I wanted those equality ones. I thought those were cool. Of course, that's a that's a you sneaker. Did you have dare. that model before? I do have. I have the Martin ones. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. such a Derek shoe, bro. Um, isn't it one one is white and one, one is, is black, black and it yeah. says equality across the back? Yeah. Yeah. That is a Derek sneaker. <laughs> Derek, Derek do like words on his shoes. I got some LeBron Big Bang ones, them orange ones from Cleveland. I, I did like, too. I got LeBron those two. Never put them on. I'm going to have to give me a pair of LeBron now. Let me see. The South Beach colorway. Yeah. Do you see that price? To hoop in? I mean, hell yeah. For that price? <clears throat> what was the price? It was like four on it. Oh. That, no, that's the, the that for was your for size, Lewis. it's probably like six, seven. I want to, I'm finna get the uh, Zoom Generations. I don't know why I've been waiting. I might buy them bitches right Zoom now. Is that the GT? No, that's the first one. The first ever LeBron shoe. Oh, okay, okay. Because I like those, those GTs that uh, De'Aaron Fox DJ and Sabrina Yeshku, they fucking clean. And they, they're comfy. I used to hoop. Used to hoop it I've hooped in those two times or so. Um, we should hoop some. Definitely should. But now Sabrina's got a new sneaker no, coming out. We should hoop some. Don't try to talk over that. Who got a new shoe? Sabrina. Oh yeah, her shit. Her shit. I cannot like wait for those to drop. Kyrie. Yeah, I cannot wait for those to drop. Um, Aja hit. I told Mike this. Aja hit me up a couple days ago, saying that he want to come to Chicago and hoop at that gym that's on the seventeenth floor that Brickley be hooping oh, in. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was telling him it's gonna be hard to get that, but A M P got the clout where they can probably get it rented out pretty easily. If if you know if they, they said they say they film a video or that, whatever. I remember when they was talking shit about me and D Mills. Away in that oh, video. Oh, were. yeah. Him and Low. Him and Low. Yeah. But Low ain't AMP, so she's going to be there? No, probably not. <sighs> that shit would be a waste of time trying to hoop against Low. Bro. Well, yeah. it, could be, it could be UND Mills versus Agent and, and uh, Phantom. Shit going to be a blood battle. about 20. Shit going to be a blood neither though, Neither of those dudes are the hoopers of the group. Yeah, it's not like he said Duke Dennis. Yeah, Duke, Duke is the <laughs> athlete of the group. Shout out to them. They've been killing the game, too. Shout out to them. Um... Anything else basketball related worth talking about right now? Um, because I'm gonna let this breathe. Because I wasn't here last episode. I I watched or not? Let me let me. I'm not. I'm capping. I didn't watch the whole thing because y'all put together an hour and a half show before Isaiah Thomas came on. Um, but the comments was like, yeah, two hour episode because Kenny not there because Kenny be trying to wrap the show up so fast. (laughs) Which I just do it when it feels like there's nothing else to talk about. Because I would rather us not talk to have dead air. There's no need to force it. So I, I'm just going to sit back and, oh, let, no, and we, let, we let it be, breathe. We be chatting. I'm a chatter. All right, I'm going to let it breathe. <laughs> I'm a chatter. That's what I do. How everything been going? I'm going to Toronto in a couple of days. Are, Are you excited? Not really. Because I'm not doing, it's not, I'm going for a wedding. Yeah. And I'm there for like a day and a half. But it was, it's the exact same as a Philly trip. I get in, in the, at nighttime-ish. The next day is the wedding, then I'm out the next day. Oh, morning. wow, you're you landing at night. No, no, I might be exact. Not at night, but like middle of the day. Okay. Middle of the day. 
This one? Is that the Simpsons couch? This is a Simpsons couch. And then this one's still healing. It's my mom's name. That's you don't even love your mom. Are you ever, you, <laughs> hey. you gonna fill out your whole leg at one point? I I might, cause I mean I'm almost there. Um, but I I show my mom this. Guess what her response was? That's, That's cool. cool. Why you get that? <laughs> Swear to God, why you get I that? I told my mom want me a leg sleeve, and she like um, uh, she said something like, and she gonna be on it. Oh, I think it's cool too. I see so you know, the thing that I, only problem I have with my tattoos is I'm not creative. Where, like, they're so on the nose. Like, instead of getting my mom's name, I probably could have got something that represents her yeah. instead of the actual name. Do you yeah. have anything about your dad? I want some portraits. Um, the back of my leg is the Chicago Theater. Oh. He also has that tattoo. Oh, y'all got a matching tattoo. Not technically, but yeah. <laughs> okay. He got it 40 years ago. Oh, so And I just got it 12 years ago. Okay. Damn, um, 12 years ago? Uh, no, I'm exaggerating. Maybe I 10 was... years ago. How old am I? 27. I got it when I was 18. Was that oh. right, though? That was, was one 26. of your first tattoos. No, my first tattoo I got when I was 16. Oh, damn. You, got you started chest? young. Yeah. yeah. I was there for that. You were? Not literally, but he was a friend of mine when I got it. Oh, I, was, I thought he was literally. Nah, the worst shit is when he, he fucked up his shoulder, because I promise you, you kept sharing that damn picture when he got surgery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I do remember that picture. When you get when y'all getting tatted, you were supposed to been get tatted. You want a lion eating a, a frog on your arm or something. Some <laughs> big guy, some typical big guy shit, right? Yeah, you know I just wanted a lion, a a great looking lion. I had DM somebody <laughs> about it. I told her she told me to give. I was like, I want you to come up with the idea, but she didn't have anything. You, I had but, a well, tattoo a by the, the end of this year. Cap. A lot of the cases by you got to send like reference photos. Yeah, I couldn't find anything that, like, I, I was looking on Google and on Instagram and shit. Wait, I couldn't find you anything. You said the nigga wanted a lion eating a frog? <laughs> imagine, imagine he had a tattoo of, like, a bear a catching lion? a salmon in the river. Anything that, like, stood out to me were like, oh, this is the idea well, that I have. Google? Yeah, what the hell yeah, did you Google? do? Because I feel like that's a normal-ass tattoo, that, that there's a million of them in the world. Pinterest is the place to be if you want. Tattoo references. But I feel like she would have had one sitting around. Already. A tiger, that's the yeah. literally the She has tattoo. like a whole portrait. Like she specialized in animal tattoos. That's her name. <laughs> and she couldn't make you a tiger, you said? She didn't oh, want to be your client. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be very, very real. There are a lot of tattoo artists that don't want to tattoo black skin. Oh. And I'm not saying she's that, but there are a lot of artists that don't want to do it. Because it's hard? It's, it, it's harder, yes. It's more of a challenge to make popping tattoos on black yeah, skin. Yeah. And because of that, some artists can like. Have y'all ever watched Ink Master? No. Yeah. Ink Master is a show that's like it's a comp, it's fabricated. It's oh, a competition no, with tattoo artists. Miami Ink or some shit like that. Tattoo artists be trying to win money, yada yada yada. And if I want a challenge, I get to decide. Okay, Mike, that's your canvas. He wants some stupid shit. Oh, uh, don't this tell your me canvas. some underlying racist. You, I, I win. I, so now Derek has to. He has to tattoo that black. Every time that there's a black canvas, that person, whoever's the biggest threat. If P- we think Pierre is that dude, we want to get him eliminated, get him the black guy. That's because crazy. it's hard to make a good tattoo on I mean, black skin. Uh, it's harder. Yeah. But if a yeah. good artist is going to do their work, and if somebody's even questioning, I don't want them to tattoo me. Because at the end of the day, it's going on my skin. So if you don't feel confident that you can make your shit look good on my skin, then fuck you anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out the way, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a ton of black artists. That specialize in black, ta- black tattoos. Don't cost nothing to show Nick some luck. <laughs> Y'all ever seen that skin? No. Oh, that shit is so fucking funny, man. I've had so many different artists. My first artist was a Hispanic man in a barbershop. My most recent artist is just 
He did your shit in a barbershop? My first tattoo. You think I was 16 and went into an actual tattoo shop? You can't. It's couldn't. illegal. I went to the barbershop before in Ontario. I've seen plenty niggas with tattoos and they're young as hell. But they, don't, but they, they didn't don't, go they officially. Got, oh, my oh, God. They didn't, go, they didn't go to a licensed place? Yeah. Because they can, they can lose their license from yeah. tattooing people under 18. Uh, even with a parent's permission. But the, the dude at the barbershop was like, how much money do you got? I bet. Because who was that? <laughs> who was that at the football jam? He was tatted in sale. He was, he was like thirteen brother. years old. Dude, yeah, yeah. I I mean, tattoos are becoming way more less taboo. Maybe at thirteen, we might not be smart <laughs> to have it be. Uh, but I mean, I feel like that's got to be weird because your body is still growing. Exactly, too, right? Your so tattoos like are gonna, gonna look weird out. when you get older. And I mean, you change as a person so often. At thirteen, if I got shit that I liked at thirteen, tatted. Yeah, you probably had a little B. <laughs> I, I will 100% have a SpongeBob-related tattoo. I'll tell you that much. Would you have I a wrestling tattoo? To. No, at 13, I was done with wrestling. Okay. What'd you say, Mike? I still might get a SpongeBob tattoo, I, but I actually, would get something that represents it. I'm not against a SpongeBob tattoo. I feel like I would have something skateboard-related. At 13? If I would have got, oh, got something. right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Say. Demi would be the first one to be like, can you, you think you could, you could ollie down them stairs, Mike, when he sees some? I'd be like, bro. I'd be like, can you? He'd be like, yeah. I'd be wanting tests, but then I'd be like, I like not having them because everybody's getting them. I think my next one is going to be a neat piece. The thing that makes me like one, I'd be seeing I think I might people rock this. My rich vision eye on my knee. <laughs> seeing dope. people with tests and how they be rocking them and be like, that shit looks actually raw. I mean, we live in basketball culture and mm. like every Facts. basketball player's tatted. Like Davion Mitchell. I thought the Davion Mitchell shit was raw. Was hard as fuck, bro. Like, if I were going to redo my leg, I would do it like that, where it's, like, one piece together yeah. instead yeah. of, like, hodgepodge shit. Did y'all see what Post Malone did when he got, he got, like, he like got sedated to be put to sleep so he can get all the his Dirk tattoos. does the same thing. So he had, like, a long session, and he didn't want to stay up for it, so he had them put him to sleep for the tattoo. Yeah. I mean, that thing has old, but goddamn, that's not He has literally, like, everywhere, though. Like, I'm pretty sure... I'm, he has a bunch on his face. I don't know if he got any like on his eyelids, but I feel like hey, you, you might as well at that I think point. He it on his I enjoy the fucking pain of a tattoo. I wouldn't be I there heard Lil Durk do the I same wouldn't thing. mind Lil the pain. Durk? I don't yeah, like wow. sitting in one spot for hours and hours. Oh, well. And that's why they go to sleep. Like, so I would rather go to sleep in that point. Well, that's not normal. That's some, that's normal. some celebrity shit. I lay on shit. my back. You just want to lay on your back? Because if I'm sitting up, crap, my back is going to lock up and start yeah. hurting. Yeah, so, for sure. I remember Lloyd Banks was getting a big... A big uh, back piece, and a, a tattoo artist had to like bend because he it went to the lower part, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Man, I'm so sorry, Lloyd. I'm not gonna be able to do it." Like his back locked up on him. Mm. When he, I was he, doing an eight hour t- uh, tattoo, I got another tattoo on the back of my leg. I don't like it. Um, you can't see it though. You can't see it. It's on the back of my leg. Um, he had to look at my bare ass cheek for four hours while he did it. You was farting silently and shit. I was trying not to, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. One of my homies went and got waxed like Derek doing. He said he farted. I've never farted during a wax. But the lady didn't care. She, she, when I so got much. waxed, she said, all all the bodily respons- responses or whatever are normal, so don't feel bad. So she was talking about like getting hard, farting, or all of that shit. And I was like, damn, bro. Holly buff. What a, what a weird job that like dudes are just getting. What if you farted and got hard? That would tell a lot about myself. <laughs> I've never, the hard part is never it's, happened. It's almost impossible. You're enduring pain. I mean, maybe, again, some, some I don't kink like shame. The, some men like the pain. I don't, yeah, I don't kink shame. But you're enduring pain. I don't, that's the last thing on my mind is yeah. that. That would, that would show lack of control. 
I mean, it's your body. It's hard to control, but when you need to control, you you should be. I mean, it's hard. Let me not say nothing crazy. I feel like just, yeah, that's like because I mean, you don't really that shit don't happen you, unless you're yeah. turned on. But you really shouldn't be turned on. And at the that, same time, sometimes spot. your unless body you're... just do shit that you can't control. Somebody nipples getting hard. They ain't like they like yeah. nipples get hard. That's because it's just <laughs> cold in the room. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, you can't. Yeah. And shit, the mind can wander. You might not be in that like. In uh, like, say you're getting your tattoo, your mind might wander, or it might not be a tattoo, maybe whatever, but like your mind could wander to like a different part. Is like, oh, you a freak? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you gotta have a flashback. The way Twitter being, you might you might want to stay off that phone. Yeah, you might just scroll on some shit. Oh God, bro. <laughs> Twitter has been oh, out of yeah. fucking control, and I'm like, where is this coming from? I didn't see no shit on Twitter. I don't like nothing. Yeah, I didn't see no shit on Twitter. I, I see my see like coming to me talking about some. Me and Derek talked about it. All day on Twitter, if you scroll, you're going to just see women. And that's like, where is this coming from? I don't follow these people. I'm you talking about with the suggested shit? For you no, the for, for you page. page. That for you. I don't I don't be scrolling on that for you shit, bro. You don't? Let me see. Let me no, see I, I just follow. go to the people I, I, I just go to the people I follow because they just put ridiculous shit up on my thing. And it also be like that now, too, where it's just like, if you go on a post and look through the comments, it'll be like four comments on the post. If you keep scrolling, it'll just have like some random ass feed for you to look at. Oh, but uh, no! What I seen yesterday, motherfuckers, motherfuckers said he talking about Mike. You seen, you seen (laughs) Offset story. You seen Offset story. I'm like, bro. Yeah, by the time the second nigga come up, Offset story though. I didn't see it. I didn't. I don't know what it was. No. By the time the second nigga said something, I'm like, bro. I already know what it is. Oh, was? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, motherfuckers moving. <laughs> so I should have tuned in. Oh, look, it's on my timeline right now. Oh, okay. There it is. It's sitting there. And this is oh. on my. I don't. This is not somebody that I follow. This is not somebody that I follow. Unless they follow me. Oh. And it's on my timeline of Cardi B. She caked up. Shout out to Cardi B, man. But it ain't nothing you have. Cardi B literally used to strip. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm surprised Mike hasn't seen it. Holy like, shit. <laughs> I love it. Fuck it. Bring it bro, on. What is people on, bro? I'm dead. That looks ridiculous. <laughs> Talk about some bring it on. This picture is crazy. Marcus Smart is complaining while Caleb is shooting <laughs> the ball. That was funny. <laughs> they was doing a lot of that this series. Just crying. Yeah. It's the way of the hoop. It's the way of the land, man. It's the way of the land. Well, I'm I'm getting on my mic shit. I got to piss so we can wrap this up. Hey, thank y'all so much for watching this episode of Through the Wire, man. You be so um, quick. <laughs> <laughs> June 15th, we in Miami. Hit the link in the description. TCWTour.com. RSVP completely free. Doors open at some time. Show starts at another time. Just be there or and miss out on greatness. <laughs> 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 All right, y'all. We out. Peace.